The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Oh, yeah! This is the Cigar Authority. Have uh, you any imported cigars? The authority on everything cigar in and out of the cigar industry. We're on a mission from God. With your host, a jelly donut, David Garofalo. How did it get here? Mr. Jonathan. I hear you. And I care. Barry Stein. I can use my spare glove compartment underwear as a napkin. And Ed Sullivan. They don't have a listing for Mr. Wonderful. What uh, spelling did you use? It's time to light them up. Smoke if you got them. It's time for the Cigar Authority. I got a fever. And the only prescription is more cowbell. Light them up, light them up, light them up, everybody. Saturday, August 4, 2018, broadcasting live from the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. And today, the Marlboro Man goes against the cigar industry, and he's wearing a Nat Sherman shirt. It's the Cigar Authority Italian style. We're joined by Michael Capellini, the U.S. ambassador of one of the biggest cigar brands in the world that you may have never smoked. Its name is Toscano, and it's the king of Italy, and it's Michael's job to let the U.S. market know all about it. Welcome, everybody. And you're listening to The Cigar Authority, now in its ninth year, making it the longest continually running cigar podcast. Awarded the Ambassadors of Cigars by Cigar Journal Magazine. Awarded the Top 10 Educational Podcast by Podbean four years in a row. The Cigar Authority is the most listened to cigar podcast in the world. Cigar Radio at its finest, The Cigar Authority is a proud member of the United Podcast Network, and you catch the podcast on demand at any time or our daily blog at thecigarauthority.com. Michael Capellini, Paisan, <laughs> I've been waiting for this 33 years in the cigar business. This is a Cuban business. This is a Jewish business. Not many of us Italians in here. That's so true. Welcome aboard. Thank you very Glad much. Glad to have you. Happy to be here. Live in Italy? Uh, no, actually, I live uh, in Scranton, Pennsylvania. Oh, all right. Yeah. As close to Italy as you're going to get. Uh, Scranton, about, yeah. But you've been? Oh, absolutely. I go at least twice a year. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And you're in charge of the U.S. of Toscano? Yeah. Yeah. I'm all the right. national brand ambassador here in the United States for Sigaro Toscano. Okay. Yeah. And uh, why you? It's a great question. I kind of ask that every day. Yeah. You know? <laughs> you're um, a young man. You look very young. Uh, yeah, 29. Okay. Um, I'm very fortunate. You know, this position came to me um, essentially when Toscano came to the United States in 2000. Well, they, they've been here for two years. And right before their um, existence here in, in the U.S., mass producing through Miami Cigars, uh, Toscano actually bought the Avanti and Perotti Company, right. which is stationed in Scranton. Wow. Two totally separate products, great products on both ends. Um, but, you know, when that happened, they sent over a gentleman who used to work for Toscano to run the, run the company, uh, Luciano. And uh, he and I became very friendly. And, you know, our friendship just kind of flourished. And as the more we talked, the more we, you know, kind of connected on, on multiple levels. Thank you very much. And, uh, you know, he uh, was kind of the seed that was set to, to, to bring me this unbelievable opportunity. So oh, good. I'm very fortunate. Good. You never in the cigar industry before. I was never in the cigar industry before. No. All right. And how long have you been in there now? Uh, I started in January with Toscano. All right. Brand yep. new. We're going to watch you grow up here on uh, the Cigar Authority. Michael, I, I have a question right out of the gate here. I sure. noticed that you are smoking the entire cigar. Yes. Uh, is it recommended to smoke it that way, or should I cut mine in half and, and have two? So that's a great question. Uh, it depends on... 
how how much time you want, and then also the you know the strength of the cigar in, in general. Usually, when you smoke a Toscano, it's an entirety. It's a little bit more of a lighter smoke, and when you cut it in half, it's actually a little bit more of a, a heavier smoke in itself. So what you're check saying, and mate. <laughs> so, oh boy, what you're <laughs> saying is you got an Italian guy who didn't grow up in the cigar industry that's now vouching for the two of yours no, theories. The, the smaller the cigar, the more strong it's the even if it's a goddamn cigar. Correct. Correct. He is mis- mistaken here in, <laughs> in saying the word strength when what he means is flavor. It is more flavorful if you Both. cut it in half. Both. You I'll can't I'll... add nicotine by a cut. That is true. That is true. If There's anything, a... you're going to lessen it because some of the dust is going to fall off when you cut it. Yeah, you'll so you're going to lose tobacco. That doesn't necessarily happen. You'll see it when you cut it. That's why these cigars are so in- – that's why we don't really have a competition here in the United States. They're so unique in every way, shape, and form. So I'm, Give I'm, it a shot. Do it both. Will you I, let me know. Give me this back. Yeah. I'm doing both. There you go. There you go. So I, I will be taking part in the official cutting brought to us by Perdomo. Yes, you are. So let me, let me hand this over to you. All right. All right. The official so cutting is brought we, to oh, us. Hey, what, what about the cigar? Today's first cigar <laughs> is the Toscano Classico, which is manufactured in Italy by Toscano Cigars. The size is 6 by 38, and it features an Italian-grown Kentucky wrapper. With fillers that are Italian and foreign-grown Kentucky, does that mean USA-grown? No, actually, this cigar that we're smoking, the the Toscano Classico, you know, Classico is mm. obviously classic in Italian. Mm. It's actually all Italian tobacco. Ah, they might want to update the website. Yeah, they might want to then if that's the case. <laughs> and it's part of the Cigar Authority care package. A pack of five will set you back seventeen ninety nine. Why a sleeve of fifty is one fifty nine ninety nine, which is a savings of twenty dollars or eleven percent off the single pack price at twoguyscigars.com. If you're too far away from a brick-and-mortar retailer that carries it, try twoguyscigars.com. That's the number two, guyscigars.com. So how you could cut. So $3 and change, right? $3 and change for the cigar. It's time for me to cut my cigar. And the official cutting is brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand that while all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellent. So I'm not cutting my cigar in half. Is it an anomaly that one side is a little bit thicker than the other side? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. There's no differential. And again, um, that's kind of each cigar that we have at Toscana, whether it be the, the Antico, the Originale, which we are, is our hand roll that we just, um, you know, it's been here in the United States, but we, we just started to mass produce and we brought it back to the U.S. for the 200th year anniversary of Toscano. Um, that's kind of a really neat thing. There's not many companies that can say we've been around for 200 years. Right. And we've been making the cigar the same way for 200 years. And to a lot of people, you know, you have the new job of telling people, this is a new cigar to a lot of people. Yeah, it is, yeah. Uh, you know, I, I tell people, you know, here's an old cigar. You probably never had this before. And no, I never have. It's yeah. amazing. I'm in a cigar shop and dealing with cigar consumers and they have never smoked a cigar before. Yeah, it, it really is incredible. And you would think with the um, the incredible uh, amount of people in, in media, in, you know, higher class, we'll say, and also actors ac- across the American, you know, the American board have smoked Toscano for years, Clint Eastwood being one of them. Yeah. Yeah, he, was, he smoked the, uh, when he did all the spaghetti westerns, it was actually the Toscano Antico nice. that he smoked. Columbo smoked uh, Toscano, too, in some of his episodes. Yeah. 
Uh, it's real. Andrea Bocelli, the uh, oh. unbelievable opera singer, is is he he smokes uh, um, Toscano. One of my favorites. The guy who wrote The Godfather, Francis Ford Coppola. That's correct. Right? You That's guys the made director. one for him. So what's that? He made a cigar. Thing. So actually, that was the the Francis Ford Coppola thing was actually done um, via Avanti and Parodi. Okay. But the the funny story is 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 that they he. He was an, uh, a Toscano smoker, and the legend has it. Obviously, I wasn't there. This was well before my time, uh, but I am a huge Godfather fan. Legend has it is that Marlon Brando was actually won over in part because of a Toscano. Wow. They brought the Toscano. They cut it in half because it is the social cigar, the Il Sigro della Amicizia, the cigar of friendship. They cut it in half. They shared that immediate bond, and then they smoked the cigar together. And apparently, the, you know, Marlon Brando goes, eh, if this is what it is to be the Godfather, right. I think I should do it. It's a good Godfather episode. I like that. You wouldn't know because no, you I never saw it. Never saw it. <laughs> really? Yes. All right. We're going to light our cigar today. Before you light it, this is a very interesting cigar to chew on, taste it for a while. No, I can, I can chew on the cigar for about 20 minutes before I even want to light the cigar because there's so much flavor. You, th- those that are listening that had Kentucky Fire Cure tobacco, here it is in a different form, right? Mm-hmm. It's safe to say Toscano is the original Kentucky mm-hmm. Fire Cured. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Nice, awesome flavor. I love it. Very smoky component. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Is it okay if I light it now? All right. Would sorry. that be all right? All right, go ahead. Okay, we're going to light our cigar today with the Vertigo Cyclone 2. Not to be confused with the Cyclone 1. The Cyclone 2 does feature three jets. You've got double wall protection, so the side never heats up. Easy adjustment wheel at the bottom, and of course, the patented Vertigo. Big ass tank. The Cyclone 2 retails for $14.99. That's right by name, the Cyclone 2. You know, if I can, while you guys are lighting the cigar, the whole, the whole story behind Toscano, you, you know, it was actually an accident, right? Nope. The cigar, the t- making of Toscano cigar was actually an accident. They had harvested uh, in Florence, they had harvested a bunch of tobacco uh, from Kentucky, Tennessee seed. And uh, <clears throat> they left it outside in a massive rainstorm, similar to what we, the monsoon that we have outside currently, right <laughs> um, you know, soaked all the tobacco. So at that point, they said, oh, what are we going to do? This is, it's all ruined now. What, what, you know, so they let it sit in the sun for a little bit. Just kind of like when you cut grass, if you think about it, yeah. uh, and you dump the grass out of your lawnmower and you let it sit there for a day or two, you stick your hand underneath, it's hot and it's sure. starting to smell like ammonia. The natural fermentation process started yeah. to take place. Same thing with the tobacco leaves that got soaked. So long story short, the ammonia smell became so strong that the neighbors were starting to complain about it, and the, the, the people who harvested the tobacco had to make a, a choice. Either they throw the tons of tobacco away and have to tell Duke Ferdinand at that point, well, we lost a lot of money, or somehow salvage this tobacco and, and, and make a cigar. So they, um, somebody came up with the idea to actually um, hang the tobacco in a barn and light a fire underneath with wood to try to dry out the tobacco a little bit more. They did that, hence born Italian, Kentucky, Tennessee, Toscano, fire cured tobacco. Wow. Yeah. So that, and that was the birth. They actually, the, the initial idea for Toscano was to make it for, um, you know, the mass populace, just like, you know, the, the, po- the, the poor at first. Yeah. And then Duke Ferdinand kind of caught onto it, and it became a, no- a noble cigar. And, then in, and that was in 1815. So then in 1818, we actually started to mass produce Toscano for the first time. That's why this year we're celebrating our 200th anniversary. And you have a brand, Nobles? Yeah. 
Well, that's again, that's that's the Dinobili is actually okay. Avanti and Parodi. Yeah, yeah. So they are they're they're our sister company, but they're two separate products. You are dealing nothing with with, with the Parodi side. Well, of it. I you know I mean when I go into uh, when I go into shops and they ask me about it, obviously because they're our sister company, I'll be more than happy to tell them where they need to go, how they need to get it, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. As well, opposed to how Barry tells people where to go and how to get there. <laughs> so that Italian comes out. Here's something that happens on on a retail end. I mean, I'm working in a in a retail environment every day. And we're showing these cigars off, and people ask me, and I don't know how to answer, so you're going to tell us now, how do I tell them what the difference is? Because <coughs> this, this costs more than that. Yep. What, why is the difference? So there's a couple differences. Um, you know, the best, the best explanation I can, I can give is it's like when you go to a store and you're looking at sodas. Let's, let's take, say, Pepsi or Coke. Yeah. You know, the, the Coca-Cola is the number one brand. It's the original. That's where you want to be. That's the taste. That's, that's the Toscano. Whereas, like, let's say Wegmans Cola would be, you know, an Avanti or, an, or a Parodi. And that's not to take away from that product at all because it definitely has its place in the market. They're great cigars. In fact, the very first cigar I ever smoked was an Avanti. Okay. My grandfather. And um, a set. What's that? In a set. In a set. That's yeah. correct. Yeah. My uh, my nonno back when he came over from from you know uh, his family came over from Italy. He used to go in the mines and obviously you couldn't light the cigar in the mines because you blow yeah. yourself to all eternity. But he used to chew on the the Anisette cigar to get rid of the sulfur smell. Mm. So that was that. You know the the the, the Avanti and Perotti story is a huge part of the Italian American story, and uh, I'm just really proud to be able to actually bring this piece of Italy, this way of life, because a Toscano is surely not just a cigar; it's a way of life. That's, you know, that it's, I'm really proud to bring that to the United States. But to your initial question, I mean, you know, it's a differential between higher end, higher end and, and, you know, and, not, again. And how about the, the makeup of it or the blend of it? Is there different tobacco? There is. One? There is. So um, Toscano's blend is, is uh, it's all uh, Kentucky, Tennessee seed. Uh, we grow it in five different regions in Italy. Lazio, which is where Rome is. Umbria, which is where my family's from. Campania, down near Napoli. Uh, Veneto. And uh, the Toscana. Yeah, which right. Is, you know, obviously that should, probably should have been the first one that I said. Um, and then we also grow some of our tobacco here in the U.S. in Kentucky and Tennessee. So the blend itself is, uh, uh, you know, it, it, it's the same seed, but Toscano tobacco is the top, top leaf of, 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 the, of, of the plant itself. And uh, all of our product, even the tobacco that's harvested and fire cured here is shipped over to Italy for final, you know, aging and rolling. Parodi is, is, is here in the United States. Right. And, uh, you know, that's one of the biggest differentials. Uh, the differential between the two tobaccos between the U.S. and the United States is actually something that not many people know either. Um, here in the United States, we fire cure the tobacco with hickory, which gives it a more mesquite barbecue flavor. Right. Whereas in Italy, we fire cure it with oak, which is, a, you know, a little bit more of a buttery with a back end of pepper or to it. Or oaky component. O- oak, yeah, maybe a little oak. There might be a little oak in there. You know, that, that's, that's, you know that's, that's fair. But uh, so that would be that would be the differential without in any way, shape, or form taking away from the uh, excellent quality of Avanti and Perotti. This has to be, and I mean this with all due respect, so I can say whatever I want. Sure. Now, yeah. According to Barron, <laughs> sure. This might be the ugliest cigar I've ever seen, where someone says this is a lifestyle brand. Yeah. Yeah. What is the lifestyle? So, and that's I think that's the biggest part of it for us. I, you know, we're we're unique. Like for me, I would I don't I don't I don't disagree. I, and I say that also being a huge fan of the product. Sure, no, Dave no, no, can understood. attest to this. Yeah, yeah. I buy at least a pack a week. Mm-hmm. So I'm smoking one a day most times. Sure. Very, very good. Yeah. No, you know, it's just like everything in Italy. Everything has a backstory to it. 
and the Toscano cigar having the incredible uh, longevity that it has, really, that's why it's a way of life. Like, if you go to Italy, the, the market share is 96%. So 96 out of every 100 people that are smoking are smoking a Toscano in Italy. I mean, it's just, it's, it's, you it's incredible. The market. It, it, yeah. And, and, and they're still fighting for that 4%. Let me tell you, <laughs> it's, it's amazing. We're currently in 65 different countries and we've sold just short of uh, 240, 250 million cigars. So in, in Italy, is this the only cigar that they're smoking or are those guys smoking these and then also smoking other cigars as well? Or is this it? This is the guy's brand. Well, again, in Italy, it, it's interesting because they're, um, the coffees are so small. I would imagine that they're cutting <laughs> this thing in half. <laughs> And then, well, unless you had a little supersad, a that's little right, prosciutto, right. with the yeah. cigar, a little limoncello. Yeah. Oh, oh, that's a good idea. Marry you. That's a good idea. Of course, there's right. alcohol on the table. His radar's going off. <laughs> that's awesome. Wait, was that a subtle hint, Barry? That, that was called a segue. A segue. <laughs> that was a good segue. I like All right, that. so let's bring our Italian heritage into this. One. So, My wait, what was your question again, though? Mm-hmm. I, I should answer your question I you just asked. I have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> there's alcohol, there's alcohol the on the table. I'm disgusted with Barry. Oh, God, that's funny. I, I think you were asking if they smoke only. The that is Oh, it. yeah. Well, is it, is it I got a little bit of a bigger glass. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't mean you get a bigger pour. Yeah, it does. That's awesome. <laughs> Pass that go. down so we can hit Ed Sullivan up with it, too. He's not drinking that. No? No. Ed Sullivan. So, but listen, I, it's not uh, an affront to your mother. I just don't consume yeah. alcohol at all. I didn't know, know he's I the producer for the Friends in so Recovery podcast. Yeah, There's little, little cups there on the uh, on drink on that black bar on the side. It. Or to sip Help it. yourselves. No, it, it, you should Anybody sip that it. wants any? You really yeah. should sip limoncello. So first and foremost, I'm really excited to have this, especially if it's your mother's recipe. Yes, it is. Because I make my own limoncello, too. Oh, okay. I wish that I wasn't flying because I would have brought a bottle. And, you know, maybe the next time. All right. Um, you know, you we'll use cream-based, too? I don't. No? I don't. Okay. Mine's the straightforward limoncello with the with the simple sugar base, too. Okay. It. Yeah. Right. Um, but, okay, let me actually answer the question that you asked. I wish you cigars. would. I'm, try- I'm trying I can't really even hard. remember what it is. I'm trying really hard Is to. it Is it someone's brand? Make it quick because I want to drink. Yes, yes, yes. So. <laughs> the the answer to that is there are other cigars in Italy. It's just the brand recognition in Italy is so strong that Toscano was a cigar that they turned to. So that that would that would be my response here. I friends I know that have been to Italy and I have never been myself and I got to do it to see where I grew up or where I come from and uh, I never have. But they tell me when they go there they want to bring back cigars and they say there was nothing but Toscano there. Mm-hmm. They were looking for other cigars to do it and they don't bring me back Toscano <laughs> because they say and you'd love it. Yeah, of course. That's funny. Of course. So. Gindan. Alla nostra. Yes. Two hours. Centani. Some. Other Italian saying that I don't know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Hundred years. That's delicious. Yeah, but to, to answer your question about sipping limoncello, you should sip it. You shouldn't shoot it. You know, you <laughs> want to enjoy the flavor itself, you know. Too late. Uh, oh, okay. Too late. Fantastic. <laughs> All right, Barry. We are on it. Asked and answered. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So um, This is no joke because this is grain alcohol. Yes. Yeah. So it's hashtag not an alcoholic. No, no. <laughs> hashtag yes, you are. My my limoncello recipe is actually a mixture of triple distilled vodka and um, uh, grain alcohol. Okay. So it makes it a little bit smoother as you drink it. All right. Uh, this is a great pairing, by the way. Yeah, the very show. good. With the Toscano Classico. Yeah. Yeah, and, and whenever I do pair, that's actually something we do a lot of now across the country. We're doing a lot of uh, pairings with alcohols. With Toscano. With Toscano. Yeah. Now, I am very against pairing cigars in liquor okay. because the cigar tends to not be able to stand up to the burn of the liquor. In this case, 
there is so much going on with that fire-cured essence that you pick up through the entire cigar Cut right that through it. you could certainly pair this with something because it has enough going on flavor-wise. Yes. Most regular tobaccos just don't have enough. You, yep. You're picking up subtleties. This, this is not subtle. Right. This is in-your-face flavor. Yeah. But, but he mentioned a buttery component to it, which I, I never thought of until he ended up saying it, and I taste it. Yep. That's because that's the limoncello no, talking. Was it before? Yeah. Well, you should actually, as you drink the limoncello, you know, and if you want, if we had time, I'd love to do a quick pairing with you guys now with the actual cigar because, you know, a lot of people when they do the pairings, they think that their their tongue palate is the most powerful, which is true, but a lot of people Don't totally do forget about the, the retro hail oh, in their nose yeah. palate. You're Johnny, one of those Johnny people. I, am. Do the I just did it. It wasn't bad. Have we agreed once today? I don't know if we have. No, most people it's don't. Part of his charm. <laughs> <laughs> it's so uh, it's not bad actually. <laughs> when, when, when you're pairing your cigar and you're having a drink, do you ever feel like the uh, glass is looking back at you? Um, that's a good question. Actually, sometimes. Yeah, I've, heard, I've heard there's a story attached to that. There, 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 there might be. Um, <laughs> we'll drink up so you can tell us it. Yeah, well, that's okay. Uh, before, before I get into that story, the, uh, the other thing that I, I, I like to talk about about Toscano is the fact that, you know, people ask me, I go around the country and they're like, what? you know, kind of like to, to what you said. Why are you so passionate about such an ugly cigar? It's in my family blood, and I didn't know it. That's the most interesting thing for After me. After the fact. After the fact. Ah. Um, I uh, went to Italy for training with Toscano for 16 days, and when I did, um, you know, I actually found out that my great-grandmother used to harvest the tobacco for Toscano wow. in Umbria. And, you know, for me, I'm an emotional person to begin with, Oh, I thought there would be comments for that. Wow, that was pretty. Oh, my God. I opened up the door there. I can't believe nobody commented. We don't know you well enough Um, yet. Give it a second. (laughs) So, you know, I'm an emotional person to begin with. And when I found out that my my great-grandmother actually, like like her work with Toscano, her getting her hands dirty, harvesting this tobacco, afforded my family the opportunity to come to this great country. And here I am sitting in, you know, a nice clean shirt, a button-down, and I'm the national brand ambassador for this company. It's almost like it's surreal to me. Yeah. You know, I have the same sentiment when I go over every time, and I go over to Italy t- at least twice a year, like I said earlier, and I walk the same streets where my family walked, mm. like, you know, 80, 100 years ago. Do you I, weep openly while you're uh, doing it? It depends. <laughs> you know, it depends. It's I, not frowned upon there. They're very okay yes, with uh, men true. crying. That is true. They, yeah. That is true. Yeah, there, there, there was the first time that I ever stepped foot in Gubbio, which is my family's, my dad's side of the family, their hometown. Uh, I did. I wept. If I you wept could weep open. on the show, that would be great. That would Give be me a little bit radio. more limoncello. Yeah. You never know. I don't think <laughs> we've had any, anybody's nine years. We haven't yeah. had yeah. No one actually crying. There would be another foot Nike on the stage. Yeah. Actually... <laughs> After the show's over, sometimes they cry, but uh, during the show, no. Yeah, that's funny. That's funny. Um, but yeah, I mean, that, that's, that's my answer to everybody when they ask me. They're like, why is it that you're so... It's because of that. Yeah. You know? and, it, and it really is, you know, we, we started, we touched on the conversation of, of be, it being a way of life, and then the alcohol came out, and then you asked me another question that I forgot to answer for 25 <laughs> minutes. Um, but, you know, it, it really is. I mean, in Italy, they pair everything that they possibly can, whether it be clothing, the cars, the, 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 the meats, the cheeses, everything gets paired with Toscana. The events that they do over there, that's my goal. 
here in the U.S. to start really getting to that point. And we're getting there. You know, our, 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 exp- our exposure across the country is getting more and more as the days go on. When I first started with Toscano, people weren't saying, oh, yeah, somebody came in. And now they're like, oh, I had like three or four people come in asking for Toscano. Beautiful. You know, and that's, that's, that's really – that makes me really happy. Good. Um, Good. The education needs to be out there to let people know. It, hey, it really does. To, to me, I know it. My grandfather, this is what he smoked. He was a cigar smoker and a pipe smoker. I never met him. He died before I was born, but a pipe smoker and a cigar smoker, and he only smoked one brand. It was Toscano, both smoking a cigar and smoking a pipe. Yeah. Whatever was left on the Toscano mm-hmm. was saved, <laughs> broken up, and that was the pipe That's tobacco correct. So also. this is my story of Toscano. My first pack of this when we first carried them, I grabbed a pack, and I'm like, oh, this is perfect. I can cut them in half. Yep. And my wife and I play tennis a couple of times a week, and the tennis court's a three-minute walk on our property. So we walk up to play tennis. I'm smoking. I put it down. We walk back, and I take the, it still had about this much left, and I put it on the banister. Two weeks go by. I've smoked other cigars. We've played tennis many times. I totally forget about it. I get outside, and I realize I have no cigar, and there is my sun-bleached, rain-soaked Toscano on the banister, and I'm like, it's dry-cured. I can light this up. So I light it up, and she goes, you're so gross, and I put it in my mouth. It was like I never left. This thing can take a beating like no other cigar I've ever seen. Yes, it can. Yes, it can. And that's, you know, some people are like, well, I don't know if that's really a story you want to tell. It is a story that we want to tell. It's people. awesome. It's, it's a fantastic, you know, the fact that they don't have to be humidified is, is definitely a, a big thing for a lot of people, especially golfers and out- outdoors men and women and tennis players and fishermen and women, all that. All that. I mean, this is a great cigar. If you to saw be me play with. tennis, you wouldn't call me a tennis player. Well, you know. It's- Why is the, um, the new one that we got in a humidor if they don't need humidification? So, again, this, the Originale that we released, let me, if, you, if I can, I'll explain this. Please. Product a little yeah. bit too. Um, it's actually the. It's called the Originale, which means the original, and it's actually the very original um, recipe of Toscano that was ever first made back in back in 1818 for mass production. Uh, it's got uh, an American wrapper, and it, the filler, the differential between it, the filler is both Amer- uh, American and Italian filler. So it's 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 a little bit more of it's it's our strongest, our fullest body cigar that we have. Um, so. You know, the, when we when the marketing team said, "Okay, we're going to re- release the originale because it makes sense for the 200th anniversary here in the United States." Two hundred years. It's it's crazy. You know, sometimes I say it too, and I'm like, "Wow, that's 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 an accomplishment." And and the cigar making has not changed yeah. since then. Like that's that's the crazy part of it. Well, I I saw the lady at the trade show at the Miami cigar booth rolling actually rolling mm-hmm. a cigar. Didn't speak English, but she spoke Italian, which yep. was very strange. And again, in the cigar industry, yeah, Barbera. She was she was wonderful. She yeah. was a, she was great. It's kind of cool to see them do that, and especially when you go up to Luca and you see the the cigar rollers, which is another story. If we have time, I'd like to talk about. Um, but the originale, the reason it's in a humidor was because we wanted to show that even though Toscano is so different and quote unquote not attractive, um, it's still an elegant it's still an elegant piece of art. And that's why we did what we did. The, humidific- the, the humidification system that it actually comes in, that, that beautiful leather top box that's, that's wood around the side with the hum- humidor in it, you know, you can humidify Toscano. There's nothing wrong with it. Between 65 and 75% humidity is actually going to give you a, a little bit slower of a smoke. Um, so it's not wrong to have it in a humidor. I actually have half of my Toscanos in a humidor at my house. And the and then the other half outside. If I want a really strong... Oh, this is falling off my head. I'm sorry. There we go. Okay. Um, what's the matter? Is it? No, I was just hair, squeezing my it. My hair is uh, 
There we go. There we go. Okay. Don't don't mess with the hair. Okay. I have, I have, <laughs> the hair. I have my I have my wonderful colleagues in yeah, the corner they're, making fun they're of giving me right you now. A little, <laughs> little ribbing there. Um, it's like we should have some Bee Gees playing in the background. Don't touch the hair. Don't touch the hair. Stay yeah. alive, baby. Stay alive. Um, where was I now? Your, half of your Toscanos are in a humidor and oh, yeah, half that's are not. Right, that's right. So if, I want a, a, if I'm going to have a really strong Chianti or something like that, I'm going to have the one outside of the, the humidor because the power, of, like you were talking about before, the power of the cigar outside of the humidor is stronger than that of one that's inside. Well, you could just ah. cut it in half and make it stronger. You could do that too. No, you, you really can't because I got them going on. They're the same uh, exact here. cigar. <laughs> there we go. It's identical. You're wrong. <laughs> yeah. I don't know you so, well enough to say that you're wrong. No, so. go ahead. No, Bring no, it on. No, no. Everybody does. It's all right. So your, your, your pre premise is um, more dried is stronger. Yes. Correct. Okay. Correct. We're using the wrong Which word. Which would make the ring gauge a little it bit smaller because of shrinkage. It is <laughs> fuller. There is shrinkage. Oh, there's a lot that can be said there. It is fuller flavored, I think, is what you're looking for. Because when we talk about strength, I think we should be discussing nicotine content. The you cannot change the nicotine content. There's no so question. it is not strength. It is flavor. You get more flavor out of the drier one or cutting it in half. And I, and I will give you that. Not only but, that, but, but the, Nobody walks around with a, a, a thing that says the nicotine content. But you so give people the wrong impression. Overall strength to the person. When I smoke a cigar, wow, this is strong. Oh, hold on. we got to check and see how many, what nicotine level it is. No, it's either strong or it's not strong. But you use the word strong interchangeably with flavor, and it, that's the wrong part of it. I'm smart, you're dumb. I'm Thank big, you. you're little. I'm right, you're wrong. Ed Sullivan and finally agrees with me. nothing you can do about it. No, I don't think that was for you. Yeah. No. <laughs> not I'm going all. with it anyways. Oh, that's the, awesome. The, that's actually called Dave's right. right? Ah. Dave's right. Are that's you driving home? Are you going through the Pinelands in New Jersey? Can you take Jonathan and dispose of him? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, 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 I'm not going to get into that. that will, you know. <laughs> So what are you getting for flavor notes? Let's talk about the taste of the cigar. We, by the way, we have 700 people smoking a cigar along with us. As they're listening to the show, they're smoking a cigar. Awesome. So you got the biggest tasting that has ever happened before. Mm -hmm. One Toscano maybe in 200 years. I don't know. But the 700 people smoking along. I think there's more than 700 people in Italy smoking them. Probably. Mm -hmm. Right so, now. So, so what, what are we tasting? Well, you've got the... Do you see the butter that he mentioned? I never the, noticed it before. There is a, there is a creamy component going on along with the signature smoke that happens and a, a lot of people smoke cigars and they go all i taste is smoke well smoke a toscano and then you're going to understand what a smoky component is in tobacco correct <laughs> like you sm smoking barbecue right very similar this is like the aroma of the barbecue smoking right yeah. so that, that's the american pairing have one of these with some barbecue yeah you know? yeah a brisket some pulled pork our 1492 is, would actually even go better than the Classico would because it's all American tobacco and you really have that mesquite flavor to it. So that would be a tasting of trying all the different ones oh, yeah. back to back and oh, just a tasting of all the different Yeah, flavors. when are you coming back up here? We'll yeah, put right. this together. Whenever, whenever you guys are ready. We'll I'm, get some dry cured meats with I'm the dry here. cured tobacco. We're all good. I'm here. When you're right. ready, I'm here. You're going to stay with us right now? We're going to go to break. Sure. We're going to go to break. Uh, Toscano is more than just a cigar. It's a big company breaking into the U.S. market. Let's see what Michael has planned. We're live from the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. There was a time when cigars were the hallmark of elegance and success. In this time gone by, the aficionado would revel in opening a beautiful box 
only to find their favorite celebratory smoke emblazoned with a heritage-laden band. It's time to put the bundle down and travel back to this golden age. For your voyage, may we humbly suggest the only cigar worthy of being packaged in a handmade marble box. Berlin Wall Series from Hammer and Sickle. Live well. Romeo San Andreas by Romeo y Julieta. The Romeo y Julieta love story with a bold and modern twist. America's favorite love story takes on a modern zeal with this A.J. Fernandez collaboration. Romeo San Andreas by Romeo y Julieta, crafted in Esteli, Nicaragua, is a contemporary take on the rich and robust profile of the Romeo by Romeo collection. This exceptional premium offering employs an aged San Andreas wrapper, considered one of the most flavorful leaves used in today's premium cigar market. Handcrafted in Nicaragua by cigar master A.J. Fernandez, full-flavored, dressed in a stunning San Andreas wrapper, rich and bold profile with notes of dark chocolate, spice, and licorice, and available in four sizes, Robusto, Toro, Pyramid, and Short Magnum, competitively priced under $10. Romeo San Andreas by Romeo y Julieta, the Romeo y Julieta love story with a bold and modern twist. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number no. 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium diamond crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or diamond crown lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit diamondcrown.com. I want to talk to you today about my friend Glenn Case from Christoph Cigars. I've known him for many years. Glenn is a very nice guy, one of the nicest guys in the industry. Always friendly, always happy. So when I heard his brand Christoph was pissed off, I was surprised. Christoph Cigars have always been known as smooth and rich, and the pissed off Christoph is just that. But there's something else happening here. A natural San Andreas wrapper, the binder, Indonesian, and the filler, Nicaraguan. And like Glenn Case, the cigar starts off sweet, but then it gets pissed off. And like Bruce Banner, you don't want to piss off Glenn Case about Kristoff cigars. Or do you? Expect some spins and a nicotine kick. Strap yourself in for a ride. Pissed off Kristoff is deceivingly strong. You've been warned. Sold in 10-count boxes, four sizes including Churchill, 6x60, Robusto, and Corona Gorda. The hottest new brand is the pissed-off Kristoff. Take it for a ride. Since 1964, Padron Cigars have had the same mission. With over 50 years spent to create a perfect cigar, and more than 100 years to create a perfect legacy, 
The Padrón family understands the significance of time. Padrón delivers only the finest handmade complex cigars with the flavor of the Cuban heritage, out of which the Padrón recipe was born. The Padrón mission is simple, exceptional quality of their cigars and not the quantity produced. As a vertically integrated family-owned company, personal attention to every detail is taken in all steps of the tobacco growing and cigar making process. Padrón Cigars, they give you the cigar smoker, the confidence that each cigar is the same. Perfect. Padrón Cigars, handcrafted since 1964. I want to tell you about my friend Hochi Blanco, a fourth-generation Dominican cigar maker known for growing tobacco and producing highly acclaimed cigars for other people. If some things stay the same, other things have to change. Finally, Hochi's factory, Tobacalera Palmer, has produced the cigar that not only belongs to the factory, but pays homage to the cigar rolling room known as La Galera. The La Galera Connecticut blend is special, using an Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapper surrounding a Dominican blend of Piloto Cubano, Criollo 98, and a varietal that Hochi named T112. With the exception of the wrapper, Hochi grows all of the La Galera tobaccos himself and carefully watches over every step. The flavor smooth, but still offering plenty of flavor in all sizes, paying homage to the people and tools used in the factory. Now for the amazing part. La Galera, Connecticut has a suggested retail price ranging from $4.95 to $6 and has been awarded the Cigar of the Year by the Cigar Authority. La Galera, Connecticut, creating their own version of the Connecticut cigar because they demand more. This is Eric Newman from the J.C. Newman Cigar Company, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority. We are back live from the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe right above Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. Now on our ninth year, you can find the Cigar Authority on social media. Please be our friend. Subscribe to us. Give us a five-star rating. We're having a little limoncello and Toscano. I'm feeling very Italian right now. Welcome back, everybody, to the Cigar Authority, where we're here with Michael Capellini, the U.S. Ambassador of Toscano Cigars. And... Um, we're going to try a little something, a little tasting? Yeah, we'll do a little pairing because it's really interesting. Um, like we were discussing before, you know, smoking a Toscano is definitely an experience in itself. Yep. And when you're able to actually differentiate the different flavors, it's really, it's really something. So I'm not going to tell you what you should taste. I want to hear we'll what tell you, you what I'm you sure. should taste. Well, I'm not concerned about you. I've noticed that that's, that's the case, so that's not a problem. So essentially when I do these pairings, and we do these across the country, it's, it's really a lot of fun, and it really engages the, the audience too. So if you guys actually have limoncello out there and you want to do this with us, it's, it, it's, it's a great opportunity. So There's a bottle right there. Help yourselves. And for our listeners in like Iowa or Wyoming, yes. obviously they're not going to have limoncello. No, no, Is there a liquor so. that you would suggest that they do it with? Yeah, so the, the Classico itself, I love to pair with a Gentleman's Jack. Okay. Um, a little sweetness. Yep, 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 yep. And then it's, it's also the power of the, you know, the, the whiskey bourbon itself. Okay, so. cool. Um, okay, so essentially when we do the pairings, the first thing I tell everybody is to take a nice big puff of the cigar and let it sit on your palate for a second and then exhale. So now, again, I don't want to tell you what you taste, but I'm curious to see what, what you guys are tasting the most of at this point. Maybe it's because you said that oaky component, but I, I'm getting a little oaky component to the smoke, an oak smoke. Okay. 
I'm getting a little bit of uh, something that's been maple glazed. Hmm. Interesting. A little mesquiky, yep. mesquique. Or maybe you put a T on the end of that. <laughs> <laughs> Just throwing that out there. All right. So, do you do it on purpose? Do you find ways <laughs> to pronounce things wrong? You're the Archie Bunker of cigar podcasts. Oh my God, that's fantastic. <laughs> That is fantastic. The best was earlier when uh, Dave offered our guest an espresso. <laughs> and he said, oh, I would love an espresso. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that has now been solved, I think, as a, uh, yeah. a conundrum. Which yeah. way to pronounce it? That is true. Whatever. Okay, so now I would say to take a nice little sip of the limoncello, let it sit on your palate too. <clears throat> let it cleanse the palate itself. And then take another puff of the cigar. Riveting radio. Much softer. Yeah. Yes. Correct. Much, much softer. Correct. Like a rye toast. Interesting. Yes. Interesting. W- with the caraway seeds. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. Buttered. There's no other rye. Buttered. <coughs> buttered. Buttered rye toast with caraway seeds. How about that? Obviously. Yeah. I think he nailed it. Yeah. You got you to, Ed Sullivan gives him the chime. Well, so. butter on a toasted Pop-Tart. Yeah, could Ooh. be. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, I like oh, that. what the hell is wrong? We don't need to play this drop every week. <laughs> You should. You ever have it? No, but I'm gonna. Oh, I'm gonna have to try it. Absolutely. Maybe I'll smoke a classic go app right yeah. after. <laughs> we can compare the flavors. So now, if that becomes your new pairing, I'm gonna punch <laughs> all of you in the balls. It might be. That might be our next show. Yeah. If you invite me back, we might do that pairing. They might. Yeah, you won't. They though. might invite you back. Okay. Um, so okay. So now I would say, you know, as I was discussing beforehand, a lot of people think that the the Tongue palate is the number one palate to look, and you made fun of me for saying this before I'm one of those people. But the, the nose palate is actually a really powerful palate too. So my next my next suggestion would be is to take the limoncello, let it sit in your mouth. Blow it out your nose. <laughs> <laughs> Not blow the actual, take a, take a breath in and blow the air out your nose right. to cleanse the, the nose palate itself. Can you do that one, Jonathan? No problem. All right. And then take another puff of the cigar and retrohale. I got a hard time with that retrohale thing, too. Yeah, it stings the nostrils. Oh, wow, there's some sweetness there. Yeah. The peppery component is almost gone. Yep. And it's now sweet. The peppery component that no one has mentioned till now? I mentioned it when I first talked about the cigar. I don't know about that. I did. I did. Thank you. I'll be here all week. Yeah. Awesome. So yeah, that that's and and you know it's it's really interesting with the the, the alcohol and how it changes a cigar. A lot of people don't understand. Like they can't believe it. They really can't. Like the shock. They're like that's magic. I, I've I've heard that. And that you're, that's magic. That's that's witchcraft. No, it's not. It's really understanding how your palates work. And 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 it's really a great way to really become acquainted with a cigar. So if we were to describe the cigar to somebody, and I would say to them. It's a full-bodied, full-flavored cigar. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, right? But strength-wise, strength it's we're taking on our the milder side that. of medium. <clears throat> I would agree with that. that you're I not, mean not going to – almost no matter how fast you smoke this, you're not going to get sick to your stomach. You're not going to get the jitters from it. it it's, this is the it's one, a though, four. If you don't want your kids smoking a cigar, you lock them in the closet. You get no, them one of these and – They might like little, it. That's no, the problem. They might, <laughs> they might like – I would have liked this as a kid. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, I mean, and then uh, to compare, if you were t- to talk about the 1492 and the Antico and the Originale, they're much they're they're fuller bodied cigars than the Classico. The Classico is surely our, our most medium medium to full bodied cigar that we have. 
You you thought cutting the cigar had no differentiate to you? It it enhanced the draw considerably, and it was more in your face as far as the flavor goes. And I'm equating that to the ember being closer to where your mouth is. More in your so face, more powerful. It, there was there was more <laughs> flavor. Yes, more flavor. Strength. There was not flavor. more strength. Like you're, you're leading there the witness, but I flavor. like it. I'm on, I'm on your side there. I'm on your side. Can there. we That's treat awesome. him as a hostile? Witness? <laughs> how, how how would that be any different than every show? Oh, That's okay. right. That's funny. Um, but yeah, I mean, so finally, Barry, we, we finally came to the understanding of what what the hell the uh, glass looking back yeah, at me. Is, so is it looking back at you? This one's not, thank God. So the, the quick story about that is um, I come from a town in right outside of Scranton, Pennsylvania that's fairly Italian. Uh, most of the people are actually from Umbria, from a town in Gubbio and uh, Fossato di Vico and Schiegia, all that, all that region right there in, in Umbria. Sounds like he made that up on the fly. <laughs> Witness protection. It was pretty good, wasn't it, though? Yeah, it was, it was very good. good. I'm, very I'm good. really good off the cuff. I like I, it. I've been told that. Um, but, you know, so we get together, and, and, and I have two groups of friends. I have my friends that are my age, and then I have the friends that I bring the median age down to, to, to 71. So, nice. you know, I love one of my favorite things. The yields, we yes, call them. Yes, correct. Play a little briscola with that. Oh, we play, we play scopa. We sing, we sing songs in Italian. We speak Italian a lot. It's, it's fantastic. Nice. I'm very fortunate to have grown up in that area, you know, and people always say, oh, Scranton. Well, that's my home, and I, I'll defend it till the day yeah. I, I can't anymore. Um, but the one day, we had a big, big party. I'm not going to say where it was or who it was or whatever because it's funny. It's not, you know, I, there's a lot of local winemakers, um, and, uh, you know, this isn't intended to uh, offend anybody. Uh, but we, were, we had a big dinner the one day, and we're sitting there, and all the winemakers brought their own wine, and we're drinking, and we're drinking, and we're drinking. And the guy sitting next to me goes, there's a lot of, there's like mufa, which is, you know, like a, a mold. There's mufa on the bottom of that bottle, which isn't uncommon in, 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 in homemade wine. It settles, and that's yeah. not a, Sure. I'm looking at it, and I'm looking at it, and I'm drinking the wine. I'm like, there's an interesting flavor to this wine. I'm going to be honest with you. It's, fan- it's, it's, it's actually good. I don't know what the hell this is, but it's pretty good. Well, we're drinking more. We're drinking more. As we get down, the one guy sitting across the table, he goes, oh, shit. I was like, what? He goes, the bottle's smiling at me. So I looked. There was a mouse in the bottom of the bottle. Oh, oh, yeah. So, needless to say, we had a wonderful lunch that was fantastic. It ended up on the road afterward because sure. everybody was so disgusted. But it's something that we laugh about 24-7. So that was the, that was the, 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 the glass looking back at me type thing. When so. I used to make wine with my dad and my brother... And we would, uh, after crushing the grapes and everything, they would always grind the mice up. Oh, no. is that what you, happened? There would so you be wouldn't, you wouldn't full be able to tell. body parts yeah, in there. Yeah, yeah, no. that's no, smart. That starts smart. fermenting, and you know, it, it, you get all this stuff that's left. And I go, what am I going to do with all this chopped up, uh, fermented grapes? And I went in the backyard and I threw them out in the backyard. And that night, all the skunks came out. Oh, baby! And the skunks ate the grapes. And it was the funniest thing of all, watching the skunks literally falling over, boom, they were drunk, <laughs> drunk skunks. Is that the saying, drunk, drunk as, as a skunk? Drunk as a skunk. Yeah. Getting a little skunked. Yeah, they were skunked, man. It was really something to see. It's interesting. So um, where, where's your family from in Italy? Um, Calabria is my father's family, south, right? Awesome. Calabria. And Abruzzi is my mother's family. Awesome. Yeah. My, what about you, Barry? You said you're Italian, aren't you? No. With the last name of Stein. My last name well, Stein. I understand, but he said he was a, I thought, you know, uh, Italian the other side heart. of the family could have been I, Italian. I grew up in Brooklyn, so I'm Italian. So there you heart. go. You're an Italian My at heart. former business associate introduced me to people as Barry Stinelli. Oh, there you go. Perfect. Yeah. So. All right. So Stinelli. We'll say you're from Northern Italy or something. There you go. Well, as long as I'm not from Sicily. When the booze is Italian, Barry's Italian. I right. like that. I like that. 
Yeah. He's not an alcoholic, though. But I don't drink Guinness, so I can't say that that's the case with me. But you know, right. I mean, you're not there. Um, yeah, my grandfather on my mom's side is actually from Calabria. Okay. Yeah, Anoya. It's a small town called Anoya. Okay. That literally means there's nothing to do. Ah. Yeah. And like, I like understand boredom. that. They say if you go there, it's beautiful, but there's oh. nothing to do. It's Calabria. You know, it, it kills me because I sit there and I watch it. I look at it. I went for the first time, and that was a neat thing. I brought my, my grandfather, my mother, and I. We were in Sorrento, and we drove down from Sorrento to Calabria, and we saw where my grandfather's father was baptized. And my grandfather said, I didn't, I didn't realize that there was a, an ocean, a gorgeous ocean right. that close. It's so sad that the industry moved out. And, and I just hope that Italy gets their, their act together over right. there and really starts to allow younger people to be in, um, you know, to stay in the country. Because sure, it's, you know. sure. The, the company, Toscano, doesn't just make cigars, though. They're a 200-year-old company, but they do, they're in a lot of the other businesses. What are those other things that they So do? the <clears throat> Toscano itself, Sigaro Toscano makes cigars. But our board of directors that we have uh, that falls under Manifature Sigaro Toscano, um, they have a bunch of different entities, if you will. Yeah. Uh, you know, they're in energy, they're in cars, they're in all kinds of things. So that, that, that has really helped Toscano blow up too across the world too, because you have all these powerhouses on our board that are able to use their connections, et cetera, et cetera. Oh, it's not part of the no. company itself? No, no, no. 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 Toscano's part of that bigger board of directors, Okay. if that makes sense. All right, yeah. all right, because I heard all these brands and stuff that yeah. involved in it, and it's pretty powerful. It is. Well, and again, that goes back to my, my, my sentiment when I say we pair it with, with everything. It's because of that that unbelievable network and partnerships that we have with these different companies that really has brought Toscano to the forefront. Yeah. So it, it's, it's, it's really fantastic. Have you ever had a failed pairing with Toscano and just an Italian automobile? Just this didn't work? You know, I, 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 I haven't personally. I'm just not, I'm just, I don't feel comfortable talking about it. Okay, just checking. <laughs> here we go. <laughs> what do you think now that Toscano's in the U.S., they have a guy that's here in the U.S., will there be acquisitions? Will there be a bigger presence? Will they add on things to it? Will they get into a regular rolled cigar? Will there be something like that? Uh, that's, a, that's a great question. I, my, my hope and dream is to one day see Toscano anywhere and everywhere I go. And, and you know, we're starting to get to that point. As for acquisitions, that's kind of not in my wheelhouse, so I'm not going to speak to yeah. that. Um, but I really do feel with the success we've had in the past uh, two years, and again, we, Toscano's been around for 200 years, and we've been in the country for longer than that, but our, our, our <coughs> partnership, uh, our distributor is Miami Cigars, right. and they have helped us immensely get the word out. They have such an unbelievable crew. The, the reps that they have are just absolutely fantastic. You can't ask for better guys and, 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 and girls. They're, they're fantastic. Really? The whole team. That's Even Willie? So the whole team. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Willie's here. He does yeah. look great Willie in that faux hawk, though. Yeah, it's something. I wish know? he was on camera. The guy makes fun of my hair all the time, but, you know, we'll just let that one go. Um, but, you know, it's because of them. Uh, the, the familial aspect that Miami Cigar has matches so very well with Toscano. It's, it's unbelievable. Yeah, it, you know, it's, and, and that's what we are. We're a family. And we actually um, expanded the Toscano only family here uh, in the U.S. by bringing on uh, Colin, who actually handles this region up here. Uh, he's a Toscano-only rep, and he's been doing a fantastic job up in this area, too. I went to the trade show. Nessa Miranda's there, and he says, come here. you got to come see this. They're, they're rolling Toscanos here. You're Italian. And then he introduces me in Italian. He spoke Italian. Oh, I know. It's fantastic. To the Italian woman that was rolling cigars, yep. and I got nothing. Yep. I know the swear words. I got a couple of words here <laughs> and there. And I'm like, no, I don't understand. Shame on you. Yep. How do you not know? And he, he speaks a whole bunch of languages. Yeah, he does. No, Nestor was really surprising. The first time I met him, he said, 
Signore, buongiorno. I was like, oh, wow. Yeah. Wow, this is fantastic, <laughs> Nestor. That's awesome. You know, now I have to learn Spanish. Right. That's, 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 a, that's a guarantee. So. Oh, I've been trying for years. Uh, you're a still young man, so uh, you can do it. I think it's past my prime to be able to uh, take in another language. As you can see, I barely got the English language down. Me too. I speak, <laughs> yeah. I speak Italian better than I speak English. Yeah. So, you yeah. know, that's neither here nor there. But, um, yeah, so uh, one thing I wanted to touch on, if it's okay, is, yep. is, is the actual the, the cigar rollers that we have in Luca. So in Italy, we have two different factories. The Luca factory, uh, which is, um, you know, actually where we make our, a lot of our long, for, our, our long format cigars. And then we have the Aroma cigars that are made down south in Campania. Uh, and I call them Aroma cigars. I'll never say that our cigars are flavored because they're really not because the cigar itself is cured throughout with actual natural flavorings. And it's not like a flavored cigar that when it touches your mouth, it, it's that immediate flavor. You still get the fire cured, and the aroma of the smoke around you is that of coffee and almond, chocolate, vanilla, anise, um, and grappa. And then we have the original non, non-aroma. We have six short formats here in the United States, and they're fantastic. Those are fun to pair alcohols and, and, and foods with because you get the aroma, and then you get the actual yeah, flavorings sure. of all the alcohols. So, so how many things are there? How many? So now in the United States, we have ten. Okay. We have six short formats, which are the uh, Aroma Cafe, Chocolato, Chocolate, Vanilla, Vanilla, Anise, Anice, um, Grappa, which is an Italian liqueur, and then the original non-aromatic um, Toscanello. Yeah. And then you move to the long formats. We have the, the Classico, which again is all Italian tobacco, the 1492 which is all American tobacco, obviously named after Christopher Columbus landing here in the, in the new country. All American tobacco. All American tobacco. Okay. All American tobacco. From and Kentucky classical, and all Italian. Classical, all Italian. Ah, now, there's a nice pairing right there, right? The Antico is an American wrapper with Italian filler, so it's the best of both worlds. That's, again, the same one that Clint Eastwood smoked in the Spaghetti Westerns. And then now we have the Originale, which is our fullest body that we have here in the United States. That is hand-rolled by our 40 hand-rolled... Uh, hand rollers in the Luca factory. And the story behind them is actually really interesting that not a lot of people know. Um, they were the first female labor movement, one of the first female labor movements. So they were um, not treated fairly, uh, you know, to be, to be blunt. They were being abused in different ways when they'd wa- they were being accused of stealing tobacco and they were being grabbed while they were leaving and entering the factory, et cetera, et cetera. The, the factory itself was very hot. And, and, and let's not forget that Toscano is a huge asset to the Italian economy, huge asset to the Italian economy. Um, so one day they just became fed up with it and they marched for, for equal representation and equal, equal working habits for women. And sure enough, they got what they asked for. When was that? That was in, oh, the date. I'm not, it was in the, the late 30s or early 40s, okay. if I'm not mistaken. Don't quote me on All that. Right. The next show I come back, I'll have the actual date right. for you. But, um, you know, it's really, and, and, and it's just, it's, they're so passionate about their job. Like every cigar that they roll tells its own story. There's every little dent in the cigar, every little turn to the cigar, every little quote-unquote ugliness that Americans aren't used to. Right. That's a beauty to us. Sure. Because it's just, it's, it, it's, it's just there, it's, there, it's, it's 200 years of tradition and passion rolled into a cigar. It, it's incredible. And it takes 18 months for the cigar rollers to actually become cigar rollers. And a lot of it's familial. Like a mother will pass it down to a daughter, a daughter to a niece, et cetera, et cetera. It's really, it's fantastic. All right, I got to squeeze this in. It's uh, find out what's up in the cigar world. Here is Barry Stein. It's time for what's, what's up? up in the cigar world. Brought to you by Recluse Cigars. You want to know what's up? Recluse Cigars is what's up. Voted the 2015 Cigar of the Year is 
the Recluse Amadeus Reserva Habano. Every Recluse cigar goes through eight, count them, eight fermentation cycles over the course of two full years. They are box-pressed and rolled end to bar for a perfect draw every time. If you haven't done it yet, be sure to try a Recluse cigar today. And during our IPCPR coverage, we interviewed Bespoke Cigars, whose family history goes back to the 1800s in luxury goods. While the company will no longer be known as Bespoke in the USA, due to a trademark case brought against the company by Alec Bradley. That was quick. By Christmas of 2018, Bespoke will be known as Kazdagli, the last name of the founder. Last month, the decision was made to merge the Texas lawsuit in with the D.C. lawsuit by the courts on the FDA. The move was appealed by the Texas Cigar Merchant Association, and this week, their appeal was denied. And in a I-told-you-so moment, this week, Altria, the parent company of Nat Sherman, stabs cigar smokers, retailers, and manufacturers in the back by coming out and saying that cigars should not receive an exemption from the FDA. The move has resulted in retailers across America vowing to no longer carry the product and for cigar smokers to vow to no longer purchase the products. We'll have more on that in the next hour, and that's What's Up in the Cigar World. What's Up in the Cigar World was brought to you by Recluse Cigars. The Recluse Amadeus Habano Reserva uses grade-A Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, a San Andreas binder, a Dominican Lajero Seco, and Pennsylvanian Broadleaf filler tobaccos, which create a blend we call the Cigar of the Year. Recluse Cigars is What's Up! And a quick look at the calendar of events. Next week on the show, it's going to be big cigars, big taxes, and big business. We're going to smoke some big cigars and talk to you about maybe... Some taxes on cigars could actually save the cigar industry. We'll look at that. The following week, we will celebrate 50 years of Davidoff and uh, the new Davidoff uh, 50 in the jar. And we'll have that coming up next week. So uh, we're smoking the Toscano. I'm feeling very Italian. I'm feeling a little buzzed, too. Yeah, <laughs> definitely buzzed. Right? It's a uh, little That's cre- a limoncello. I'm missing Brooklyn. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah. <laughs> the, the thing about limoncello is it's so creamy. It's almost a dessert. When I'm a kid, my mother would pour limoncello mm. on our ice cream as children. Yeah. And, on top you know, of vanilla ice cream? Yeah. Very, wow. very good. Mm. And we get a, you know, the kids get a little jumpy between mm-hmm. the sugar and all that stuff. But, um, you know, as, as you drink it, knowing how much alcohol content it mm. is, because I've seen her. Do it of what it is, you know, gallons of. There's a show for the snack authority, things to put on ice cream. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. nice. Yeah. It's good. Absolutely. So uh, I'm loving the pairing. I think it's, it's a great I pairing. It's perfect. Yes. This cigar makes me want to visit Scranton, I'll tell you that right now. Yeah, you should come visit Scranton. There's a lot going on up there. So uh, where do you go from here now? So that's a great question. As we continue to move forward, um, you know, my, my, my job, obviously, as a national brand ambassador is to continue to educate people, like, like you said, on, on the, the beauty of Toscano and get away from the horrible stereotypes that we have because, you know, there are five stages to Toscano. The why would I smoke this? Oh, actually, it's not bad. This is pretty good. Wow, this is unique. Where can I find it? That's yeah. almost everybody's reaction. Yeah. Almost everybody's yeah. reaction. Unless you don't like fire cured tobacco. So it's my job uh, along with the team of... Uh, we call those people the devil. Well, yeah. No, yeah. Whatever. Um, the, the, it's my job along with Miami Cigars team and, and uh, everybody to really 
spread that proper word. And I, I'm doing that a lot more through different events at golf courses at, uh, you know, like for example, uh, Philly Current is actually doing a, a really nice article on Toscano and, and my position with, with, with the Toscano, Sigaro mm-hmm. Toscano here in the U.S. So that, that's that's my job. I'm here to, you know, if you guys have any questions or anything, uh, don't don't hesitate to, to, to reach out. Um, How do they do that? How do they reach out to you? you? Could, I mean, you could do uh, Facebook, you know, okay. Michael Capellini, C-A-P-P-E-L-L-I-N-I. Uh, or my Instagram, mcap, M-C-A-P-P, 14. Really no reasoning behind the 14. Not at There's all. Not, no, I think it was the only one that was available. Um, you tried 13 other times. I did. Yeah, I did, I did all 13 numbers before that. It didn't work. Um, 13, which would have been good. Very Italian. Yeah, 13 would, would have been nice. Or even my email, m.capolini at toscanoitalia.it. Okay. Uh, you know, any questions or concerns, I'm happy to do different events around. I mean, and you guys are a specialista store, one of the very few. Yeah. So, you know, and that's awesome. There's, there's the 40. What the hell does that mean? There's four, so our specialista stores are the stores that are, are the stores that um, have really, really brought on Toscano. And you guys are open to different uh, brands of Toscano that we've actually imported from Italy for you guys. It's, it's, it's really, it's, it's awesome. It's an awesome program. Terrific. Um, so, you know, and if you're looking for those, you can go to the ToscanoCigar.com website and look to find, you could type into our uh, store finder. You can find the local store that's near you to, to, to pick up Toscano. All right. It was great to get to know I'm you. I'm so excited and to be here. Great to Thank get you guys to learn so more much. about Toscano. And those that didn't uh, get into the care package and, and don't have it, I urge you to go down and try one of these cigars. You owe it to yourself. We, you know, like either cut it in half and share it with somebody, which is pretty nice, or smoke the whole thing yourself. It's a unique experience. And you're going to come either way. You know, you're either going to like it or love it, I think. But we've been seeing more people end up loving oh, yeah. it. You know, you give it a try. I oh, gave it to my mom, the other half of the yeah. one I cut. She oh, loves it. Thumbs yeah. up. That's right. Oh, Hi, Mom. Hey, I have, have an open mind. Give and it a shot. See what you think. Dave, I think if you're a car cigar smoker, you need to have some of these in the car. That's right? awesome. Because That's a great you point. don't have to yeah. worry about it. So I'm definitely going to stock up in the car. Yeah. Fill that glove compartment exactly. up with the Scanos, right? Why not? Especially Thanks. pipe smokers. Instead of sitting and packing the tobacco, they just light up a Toscanello if you're an aroma mm. flavor guy or just a Toscano. Nice, itself. nice. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much for being on. We're going to go to break right now. When we come back, the Marlboro Man goes up against the cigar industry, and he's wearing a Nat Sherman shirt. We're going to dig into Altria comes up against the FDA's exemption for handmade cigars. All that and more. We'll be back in just a few minutes. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Stepping into the aging room has a new meaning at Aging Room Cigars, as Rafael Nodal has traveled to Spain, where the idea for Aging Room Solera was born. The Solera method of aging has been used for centuries in the making of wine, sherry, brandy, and rum. The method mixes different vintages, allowing them to age together. For Aging Room Solera, Rafael takes several tobacco vintages and puts them in bales, where they age together for another 12 to 18 months. This allows the tobaccos to marry for a longer period of time. At the end of the aging process, Aging Room Solera becomes a balanced and complex cigar with a fantastic price point. 
Aging Room Solera, it will have you calling for an encore. In a time where humidors are overflowing and retailers' shelves are on the verge of buckling, there is one brand that stands out amongst the rest. Sereno Cigar Company offers four distinct blends. The Connecticut, the Medio, Maduro, and Maduro XX. All aged to perfection. Crafted at the La Corona Cigar Factory in Esteli, Nicaragua, each artfully crafted blend comes to life by the experienced hands of master blender Omar Gonzalez Aleman and industry veteran Anthony Sereno. To create this masterpiece, a combination of hand-selected filler tobaccos from the fertile soils of Esteli and Jalapa are aged for over five years and then draped with a luxurious wrapper leaf to bring you an endlessly complex and majestic experience. A post-roll aging process of two additional years allows the blend to marry, creating unmistakable and ever-changing tasting notes that tantalize the palate, leaving you anticipating each and every drop. Visit SerenoCigars.com for a list of retailers, and you can always find Sereno Cigars available online at TwoGuysCigars.com. Sereno, a majestic cigar aged to perfection. You've heard us talking before about the best cigar magazine in the world, Cigar Journal. You want to know what makes Cigar Journal the best cigar magazine? Cigar Journal covers every angle of the cigar world. From exclusive stories and features, insightful interviews with industry power players, detailed cigar reviews, and of course, all the latest news and reports surrounding premium cigars. We're telling you, you will be impressed. Cigar Journal has stunning images, explanations of cigar science basics. This is the magazine for any cigar enthusiast. Or better yet, Passionado. Cigar Journal covers cigars in the U.S. and around the world and is printed right here in the USA. You owe it to yourself to discover the world's best cigar magazine, Cigar Journal. Available at your local cigar retailer and on the web at their new website, CigarJournal.com. That's CigarJournal.com. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Let me tell you a little bit about the Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary Cigar, or what they call the Three-Peat. Crafted in Rocky's boutique Nicaraguan factory, the 15th anniversary was released in 2010 to commemorate Rocky Patel's 15th year in the cigar industry, and it impressed right out of the gate. The Robusto and the Torpedo both scored 93 points in Cigar Aficionado, while the Toro and Corona Gorda both notched 92 points. The Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary is a robust cigar with notes of toasted spice, roasted coffee, and almonds. Rocky Patel himself has referred to his 15th Anniversary as the Decade on Steroids. The 15th Anniversary has also been named to Cigar Aficionado's Top 25 Cigars of the Year list on three separate occasions. Rocky's only brand to accomplish the three-peat. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary, Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary, Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. The La Galera Habano uses a classic wrapper on a staple cigar for a classy company. Hi there, this is David Garofalo of the Cigar Authority, and I want, no, no, I need to tell you about La Galera Habano. The La Galera Habano is an authentic cigar elaborated with the hands of the best cigar rollers of Tobacalera Palma in the Dominican Republic. Blended around an outstanding, flavorful Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, the Dominican-grown Corojo binder, and the filler made up of Peloto Cubano, Criollo 98, and Peloto Oro, creating a medium to full-bodied, 
attractively consistent and aromatic smoke that envies no other. I love this cigar. Have you tried La Galera Habano yet? Well, what are you waiting for? Available at Better Cigar Shops worldwide is La Galera Habano. The wait is over. La Galera Habano. Justo and his father, Julio Eiroa, are continuing the tradition of growing authentic Corojo and now bring you Aladino. Aladino is a true old-fashioned cigar, pure authentic Corojo grown in the Eiroa tobacco farms in Honduras from the original Cuban seed of Corojo. An Aladino cigar represents the golden era of cigars in Cuba, and after one light, this old-school smoke will bring you back. Aladino cigars come from JRE Tobacco, a family-centered company who manage all aspects of cigar growing and manufacturing. This crop-to-shop operation is fully committed to providing you with quality and satisfaction. The premier Corojo grower in the entire cigar industry is Julio Eiroa, a tobacco grower and master cigar blender who personally guarantees that Aladino will provide you the opportunity to enjoy the true authentic Corojo taste. Take this journey and be part of history in a cigar smoking experience like no other. Aladino. This is good smoke. This is the Cigar Authority. Smoke a cigar? Sure. The authority on everything cigar in and out of the cigar industry. You'll get nothing and like it. With your host. You smoke vile cigars all day. David Garofalo. Oh, that's fine as long as you're imported. Mr. Jonathan. You should have caught me before my operation. Barry Stein. I never drink. Why? And Ed Sullivan. I might even lend you my light up. So it's time to light them up. Mm -hmm. Good. The Cigar Authority is here. You are finally done the show about nothing. And we are back with our number two, broadcasting live from the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. There is a traitor amongst us. It is the Marlboro Man, and he's wearing a shirt of premium cigars. Welcome back, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. And you're listening to The Cigar Authority, now in its ninth year, making it the longest continually running cigar podcast. Awarded the Ambassadors of Cigars by Cigar Journal Magazine. Awarded the Top 10 Educational Podcast by Podbean four years in a row. The Cigar Authority is the most listened to cigar podcast in the world. Cigar Radio at its finest. The Cigar Authority is a proud member of the United Podcast Network. Catch the podcast on demand at any time or our daily blog at thecigarauthority.com. There's vengeance against the cigar industry. But before we do that, Barry, what are we going to light up? Well, today's second cigar is the Christoph Vengeance, which is manufactured in the Dominican Republic by Christoph Cigars. We're going to light up the 65 by 60 Perfecto, and it features a Connecticut broadleaf wrapper over Indonesian binder with fillers from the Dominican Republic and Nicaragua. A single cigar will set you back $9.99, while a box of 20 is just $179.99, which is a savings of almost $20, or 10% off the box price at TwoGuysCigars.com. If you're too far away from a brick-and-mortar retailer that carries it, try TwoGuysCigars.com. That's the number two, GuysCigars.com. All right, we haven't lit this up and tried it yet, and this is the talk. One of the talks of the IPCPR trade show everybody was talking about is Christoph Vengeance. It used to be a brand. It used to be the Vengeance. I don't remember it looking like this. And it went away, and then Kristoff came, and now it becomes the Kristoff Vengeance. So let's give it a cut and light. It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand, while all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. 
Perdomo stands for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellence. You a fan of cartoons? Yes. I feel like Baby Finster with this in my mouth. Yeah, this is the cartoon cigar. Right? It looks like it's a Figurado, much like the cigar we just smoked at Toscano, which is a Figurado, but this is much larger in size. You're saying a 60 at the... At the, at the fattest point, fattest it's a 60. Point. You ever taken a completely virgin cardboard box and you tape it up, you make the box, and you just stick your head inside... No. And you smell it? Well, I would go inside there because it would be my fort. That would be my place, place bar this, as a kid. This tastes like that, and, and, and it brings me back to my childhood because we used to do the same thing. Mm. My dad would come home with a refrigerator box yeah. as our present for yeah. our birthday. Here we go. And th- this was our gift. And that virgin, sweet cardboard smell is, is one of the aromas I'm picking up on if the If there was a off. refrigerator in the box, would it be a virgin anymore? No. Yeah. There was a refrigerator Yeah. <sighs> We're going to light our cigar today with the Vertigo Cyclone 2. The Vertigo Cyclone 2 features a flip top, double wall protection so the outside never heats up. you got an easy adjustment wheel at the bottom, and yes, it has the patented Vertigo big-ass tank. This is the Vertigo Cyclone 2 retailing for $14.99. <clears throat> there we go. Easy draw. Well, it's thick enough. Yeah. I like a Figurado. Cigar tastes like freedom because they didn't betray us. <laughs> they didn't betray us. I am absolutely going to hate <laughs> this next segment because I don't like the controversy. I, I just it. want everyone to get I, along. I hate it already, too, but I just got too many people saying, are you going to say something about this? Are you going to say something about it? So, yeah, I'm going to say something about it. I am surprised at this how is, this polarizing. This full-bodied right off the bat. Full-bodied. How can I tell str- right away? Boom! It's Be- because you're referring to body as flavor. Yeah, I agree, agree with you. Body is flavor. We're too far in to know how strong it is. Wow. But it's this is full a, flavor. This one's going to be a tough one. And it's when it gets big, it's going to be interesting. It's going to mellow out when it gets It's going to mellow out. Yeah? Yeah. So it's starting real strong. It's going to well, mellow no, no, out. Because it's tapered. So even though it's fat, it's going into the thinner part of the cigar. And a thinner cigar is stronger. Yeah. Obviously, I hate the two of that. you with a passion. We're gonna, we're gonna find that out in a minute. All right, so um, Tuesday, July thirty first. This Tuesday that just passed, an article on cigar aficionado by writer David Savona came out, and boy, did people take notice of this. Uh, first off, I have to give props to David Savona. Uh, Ballsy move for calling Altria out, even though they are an advertiser. But the fact is the fact. This is what happened. So he has big balls to do it. I don't know how. The boss feels about it, but he did it, and um, I got to call him that yeah, he did that. Deserves a so, high five. Absolutely. Uh, and even though they are the big tobacco giants, Altria, he still went at him, right? So some people, you don't want to kick the elephant in the ball sure. type of thing or something. He did it anyway. <laughs> um, Altria is the parent company when it comes to cigarettes, of Philip Morris, Marlboro, Benton and Hedges, Virginia Slims, Merritts, Chesterfields, lots of others, about 150 billion cigarettes a year. On smokeless side, smokeless tobacco, um, they own U.S. smokeless tobacco company. That's Skoll in Copenhagen. Again, the leaders on that side. Giants. When they first bought, got into the cigar industry, the company they bought was John Middleton's. That's black and mild. 
actually the biggest producer of cigars in the United States. These are black and miles, the little tips usually mostly for drug paraphernalia and things like that, but they sell billions, not millions, billions of them. And last year... So far, everything that you've mentioned is, n- is a non-premium cigar product. Correct. And last year, they bought Nat Sherman premium cigars. And cigarettes. And cigarettes, which is what the, they really bought. They bought the cigarette company. It came with this little annoying little cigar yeah. company. And it also came with some great property because they sure. own the, the spots. And when there. they bought it, they pulled all the cigarettes off the shelf so they could rebrand them. They didn't pull all the cigars off the shelf. So they were only worried about the cigarettes. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it came down to. The views of Barry own- Stein do not necessarily reflect the views of me or anyone. Well, I'm, I'm talking for myself right now. Uh, much more products they have, and they are a $25 billion company. So here are the headlines on Cigar Aficionado. America's largest cigarette company comes out against the FDA exemption for handmade cigars. A lot of people had problems with the headline. So I'm going to say it again. America's largest cigarette company, yes, came out against the FDA's exemption for handmade cigars. Yes, that's what they did. 100% true. So that is the headline. Um, so now I'm going to go into the first paragraph. The biggest cigar company in America has asked the FDA not to spare handmade cigars from regulation. In a letter sent to the U.S. Food and Drug Administration, Altria, a $25 billion company behind Marlboro Cigarettes, the parent company of Nat Sherman and the largest tobacco concern in the United States, asked the FDA to not exempt the small handmade premium cigar industry from its tobacco regulations. That's the fact. 100%. That's what happened. You can hate it all you want. Here's a writer that's writing the facts of what happened. That is what happened. Some people are complaining how cigar fishing out articles did not dig in deeper and just, just got to the meat of the issue. I have no problem with that because that is the story. You can say anything you want about people that work there and things and, and what their history was and all that stuff. The meat of the story is that exact yep. sentence. I'm with you. But of course, I read Altria's eight letter, eight page letter that they uh, put out there, not just a headline of it, because they actually attached it to it for people to, which is great, right? They're saying, yeah. this is what we're saying out of it. Here's our synopsis. Now, here's the whole read eight page yourself. letter, which I did. And I also did a lot more research on it so that I could be prepared uh, on the subject that is dear to my heart and one that I know a little bit about. I posted my initial comments immediately, Barry, I sent it to you, uh, online, immediately following it, uh, reading the eight-page comments um, that they did for the FDA, um, uh, not to the FDA, but to the Cigar Authority, I didn't write it to the FDA. I wrote it to the Cigar Authority as an editorial, which is my thoughts also. Editorial, right? And in it, I started off by saying I hate to be right, Um, which I am, by the way, getting lots of mixed reviews on I hate to be right, my feelings of what it is. The fact is, how dare you pat yourself on the back? The reality is he enjoys being right, just not in this case. Everybody wants to be right, right? I'm smart, you're dumb. I'm big, you're little. I'm I'm right. And calling myself right was not to say I was bragging about it, but trying to make the point that it was obvious. Mm -hmm. And I've said it on the show many times, never mind that I put it in writing, but I said many times this is what was going to come out. Number two, some claim that it's nothing new and not news. Wrong again is what I would say. 
It is news, and there is something very new about it. Altria was against giving premium cigar the exemption in 2014. That's why they say it wasn't news. They, they did this already in 2014. But since then, they acquired their first premium cigar brand, Nat Sherman. That's why it becomes different. When they made the statement, again, they did so, quote, on behalf of Nat Sherman. That's, look at the first line of their FDA comment on behalf of Nat Sherman, who is a premium cigar brand. Not on behalf of Nat Sherman cigarettes. If so, they would have mentioned Marlboro cigarettes. Sure. It was on behalf of Nat Sherman cigars. They don't want the exemption to premium cigars. Why? Money. That's what it comes down Clearly. to. And you, listen, there's nothing wrong with that. I'm a stockholder in the company, in Altria. The stock went up when they did this. It didn't go down, it went up. If premium cigars are exempt, cigarettes will have to pay more in user fees. That's what it comes down to. Currently, $725 million are divided by all tobacco. That's how the user fees go each year. $725 million per year divided by all tobacco. Of the $750 million, Altria pays about half of that because they control wow. over half of it. I read the, the, the brands and stuff to you. Um, they have products like Marlboro, which is the bulk of the whole thing. Yeah, like so let's call 51% of the market, right? So let's call it $350 million a year is what Altria is paying. $350 million. The entire cigar industry pays, the whole entire cigar industry pays $70 million a year. That's the entire cigar industry. 11% of cigarettes. That's what it comes down to. And the ones that are premium, which the exemption we're looking for is on premium, they pay about $12 million. Premium cigars is $12 million. 350 million cigars that are sold in the U.S. is paying about $12 million, which is just 3% of the 70%, the cigar industry itself. 3% is the cigar industry. How minuscule of $12 million would be paid, and now that would have that $12 million, if cigars become exempt, that $12 million would be now divided by everybody else. But everybody else is $6 million a year would be to Altria, right? Sure. Because if they're half, that's what it would come down to. So we're talking about $6 million. Um, this was a $6 million letter, essentially. Right. They don't want to pay the $6 million. And they'll destroy an entire industry not to pay the $6 million. And listen, it's a corporation, and their job is to make that stock number go up. And they did. Just by writing the letter, they did. Also, Altria believes that premium cigars are exempt. Lower price premiums will compete with non-premiums, which is the game that they're in on the non-premium side because John Middleton's is the number one selling cigar, black and mild, number one selling cigar in the United States. Will the difference in price, and we're talking three cents a cigar, that's what it comes down to, three cents. Would that change anybody from going from a low price, pre from a, a domestic cigar, machine-made uh, domestic cigar, in, in their case, John Middleton's? The price goes up three cents on the John Middleton's. I think I'll start smoking bundles of premium cigars. No way. Yeah, no way that. that would happen. I don't see I'm that in retail happening. 33 years, folks. That, that customer does not switch from, from those cigars to these cigars. It doesn't happen. So why did 
Altria do it. It's only a, it's a dollar fifty on a fifty count box. Yeah. Money uh, in the gain premium cigars uh, that the gain that premium cigars are getting politically right now. As I came back from IPCPR, I told you that the manufacturers were uplifted. The whole feeling that was happening there was better. Marco Rubio got on the, on the floor of the Senate and stood up for the premium men. Rocky Patel went on national news and talked about it. We're gaining momentum. All the work that the Newmans are doing with, with all the legislators. Millions gaining of dollars. Momentum. There is hope. Yep. Or there was hope for us. Um, others that I claim at the, at the bottom of my little thing of uh, I was right, um, the other people that I think will benefit financially if this ends up happening are at least silent. No, they are not going to the state house and, and we're, we're doing all the fighting. I don't see it on their websites and they're not saying stop this or anything. My belief, again, I'm editorializing here, my belief is it's in their best interest and they hope that it does happen. But at least... They're silent. So they're not on our side. They're against us, but they're silent. Not with Altria, because politically, we're starting to gain something, and it looks like we might end up getting out of this. So they had to do it, and they did. They, they shot us. Um, the others uh, behind the curtain are quiet, and they still remain quiet after this happened. We're seeing some people actually come forward and say, no, Altria didn't do anything bad. This is okay. It's not okay. It's not okay. And maybe their silence is, this is good for them. Maybe. When a company is silent among major legislation and concerns, it's deafening to me. That's what I can hear. I can hear them not doing it because I've seen them over the years fighting things like in Pennsylvania when tobacco taxes are going to happen in Pennsylvania. There they are, and it's blasted all over the place. It's all hands on deck. They're, they're making it stop, and they stopped it. When there's other problems, like mail order was going to be shut down years ago, and everybody got together, and it was all out war, and they made it go away. But yet, when it comes to this subject on FDA regulations, they're silent. And that silence, to me, is deafening. As I say, at the end of this, I looked at the stock. I wanted to see what happened. It's up for the week, and that's all that matters, right? For them. That's it. So that's my take of what it is. Um, you know, listen, all the soldiers that work there and all that stuff, I feel bad for all of them. Uh, what is going to end up happening? Altria wins. They're winners. They win every single time. They're the ones that are going to destroy the cigar industry at the end. If this ends up happening, whether it was them or not, all eyes are going to be on them that they're the ones that did it because I think they have the power to, to make it happen and not make it happen. And that shot was the worst. That was Are you saying, one. in your opinion, that the uh, Altria's letter to the FDA has more weight to the FDA than, Yours? say, my letter? Yeah, it probably has a little more. Do you think? I think. It's not just... I could be wrong. It's maybe not just maybe a, it's one vote. They have one vote <laughs> and you have one vote too, but um, if there was... That would be I the just, best case scenario. I just came back from Las Vegas. If that was one of the shots I could have bet on, and I'm not a betting guy, I would have threw it all on that, that it has more weight than you do, I think. But that's my take of it. You guys, you want to chime in or you want to be quiet and no, don't say I, anything? You I, can I, do that, I, too. I'm, I'm, I'm opinionated to a fault, and I'm, I'm not going to shut up on this because they stabbed us in the back. I wish the TAA could vote them out of the TAA because they don't stand for what the TAA 
stands for. Well, I think some people get confused between liking Michael Herklotz as a person and then not wanting to associate him the person he's necessarily. The, he's the one, for those that don't know, he's the one there in the front. He's the front Product man. development for, yeah. and VP of uh, retail yeah, sales. And, he, and he's a great, great guy. He's awesome. Yeah, he and is. It's not him. It's not him. It's a it's a major corporation, and he's a, he's employee number seven eight three six four nine seven. But right now he's guilty by association because that's nah, who he's signs not, his paycheck. He's not. He, he's not I hope he comes. I hope he comes out on top. And if I, I do something wrong, Barry, I hope everybody wouldn't look at me as oh my God, Dave did something to the cigar industry, so Barry's a jerk. Let in the same sentence. If Barry does something wrong, don't stop coming to Two Guys Smoke Shop and stop listening to the Cigar Authority because Barry got, an drunk, idiot. got drunk one night and he typed stuff he shouldn't have typed or anything. It, sh- it shouldn't go on me. It shouldn't go on. It has nothing to do with that. He are you, just, are you I, saying I, that Barry sometimes drinks and then posts things that he takes down later? He does. Is that what you're he saying? Does. Mama liked to party when you were in her belly. Drinking, she did some. Mama liked to party when you were in her belly. That's why you are dumb. Your mother was a drinker, huh? While she was pregnant with you? <laughs> no, no comment. No comment? Okay. Yeah, I mean, Dave, I think it's pretty straightforward. I've worked in a lot of public companies. The CEO and the board of directors, their obligation is to the shareholders of that That's company. It. They have no obligation to the cigar industry. Which I am one of them. Right. Well, yeah, I'd like, to, I'd like to know, because uh, you kind of... Gr- glossed over that, and I don't want to be fielding emails about how you're funding the enemy. So why? Very little. Why I, is it? Because I want to see everything. So being a shareholder, I get all the information, and I mm-hmm. want all the information. So whatever little it takes to end up doing that. Uh, when all the cigar companies went public, I was a shareholder in every single one of them, a little bit, just to be able to get the information. Information is power. It's everything. It's everything. So... Uh, Anyway, well, hopefully, I don't, I don't want to beat a dead horse on it, but it's no, hot, there's a lot of, there's a, I think there's a lot of people in the cigar industry, including manufacturers, that are sympathetic to the people that they know of rather course. than looking at the total thing, the total industry, and seeing what is good for us and what is, good, what is bad for us. And Altria being in the game is bad for us. I knew it. I knew it. I said it. And I stand by it, and I don't say it in a braggadocious way. As soon as they got in, uh uh-oh, we don't want these guys playing in our ball field. We don't want them there. Nothing good can come of it. What about the mindset of, well, we're we're already regulated. We're already paying user fees. And so Altria's comment uh, of coming in and saying the user fees are okay – uh, and yeah, they broke it down. Creating a framework yeah. to make a premium cigar, and what that is by weight, isn't that a, a, a yes. solid? There's some good stuff in there, but but I, the good I, stuff isn't to help us. The good stuff is to help them. And it, and it should. And listen, when I when I go, somebody ends up saying, "Yeah, you guys go down to D.C. and you're fighting all the time and stuff," and the little cigar makers are doing it, and they want to be the ones that, at the end of it, we're the ones that save the cigar industry. Don't be fooled by that by anybody, including myself, when I go down there. I'm trying to save my own ass. If I save your ass, too, I'll be well, that it's good, yeah. right? It's good for everybody if I end up doing it. But I'm trying to save my, my ass, <coughs> and everybody else is along with it. If that happens, great. Hey, look at Smith & Wesson broke ranks with the, all the gun manufacturers, and they said that there should be regulations on certain types of weapons. The, the, the people that are pro they would be up in arms, and they would turn their back on Smith and Wesson. There's no reason why cigar smokers should be turning that shouldn't be turning their back on that Sherman. I like up in arms. That was good, Barry. That was an interesting mm-hmm. turn of phrase. So uh, about this cigar, yes, 
You guys have ever had uh, raisin toast where don't you dare play it either, <laughs> Ed Sullivan. Uh, raisin. Raisin. Raisin toast. That's not why I was saying it. But if you if you if you raisin if if you get the raisin toast and you toast it so it's a little on the dark side, the flavor of that raisin just that slight little crusty, little sweet, slightly little burnt. burnt. You're there. You got it. Christoph Engines. You nailed it. You nailed it. All right, it's time for the matchup of the week. Let's get to it. The matchup of the week brought to you by VS. VS means versus, but it stands for Victor Sinclair Cigars. Cut yourself unexpectedly with a scalpel. Unexpectedly? <laughs> with a scalpel. Yeah, you slip and you're like, whoosh, oh, I now need stitches. Where the wound would require 10 stitches. Okay. Or cut yourself on purpose just until you bleed with a dull hunting knife. Can I, um, Is it a can rusty I sterilize the, the hunting knife in any way? Nope. It's, it's dull. It's just sitting there. That's it. A dirty, rusted, not rusted, but a dull hunting knife. Until I bleed. Until you bleed. Or a, a scalpel. We're talking like taking a, a Kleenex and, and touching it and proving that there's blood on the no, Kleenex? No, you're cut. You're bleeding. You're I'll, not, I'll cut Jonathan. He's going to do it to himself. Oh. Ten stitches. But it's sharp. So it just, whoosh, yep. done. Probably doesn't even hurt. I'm going hunting knife. You're going hunting knife. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, go, I'm going the, the clean blade. Less chance of losing something from no because it, No, because they're never, they never wait for the Novocaine to kick in. And for starters, they squirt the Novocaine right into the open wound. So even though it's quick and painless on the cut, they're going right to the quick with it. Mm-hmm. And then they're sewing you up before the Novocaine kicks I've, in. I've had eight stitches from cutting a watermelon before. It's no big deal. Had a whole you, flap. You didn't make someone else cut your watermelon? I'm taking taking the hunting knife all day. I am, too. Give me a dirty rust. I'm going on my forehead with it. Just to bleed. But then you're going to need the tetanus shot. I don't need a tetanus shot. I have them. I'm up to date on that. I'm good. I'm up to date, too. I'll go with the clean cut. Really? (laughs) Ten stitches. Because the stitches alone is another whole thing. Yeah, but you don't feel it by then. Yeah, I wouldn't even have to leave the house. The adrenaline kicks in. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going cutting myself with a hunting knife. All right. You got something in the mailbag you want to say? Um, I and I do have to say, there's a lot of people that wrote in about this Altria thing. Yeah. And I'm not into naming names, so unfortunately, yeah, none of those. A, there's hundreds of them. So. <laughs> yeah, a lot we, is an we, understatement. We, we took we took care of everything. I'm so. not reading any of those yeah. live on the air. I'm sorry. Uh, Sean writes uh, through the contact us page of thecigarauthority.com. Gentlemen, and I use the term loosely. I have an idea for a segment. Not sure this particular cigar smoking thought has been explored. I know you've talked about smoking milder cigars in body and strength in the morning and stronger cigars later in the day for several reasons. However, have you talked about what kind of cigars to pair during a cigar smoking session? When you sit down with the intent to smoke two, three, or more cigars during a single sitting. I bring this up because I routinely do this. I found that I make a conscious and specific choice in the cigars I smoke. As an example, I may start off feeling like I'd like to smoke something on the sweet side, while there may be another cigar in my humidor that I really like, and if it has the same flavor profile, I most likely will not smoke it next. Instead, I will follow this with something on the other side of the spectrum, maybe something earthy with lots of barnyard and leather notes, and then I'll follow that up with something different again, maybe something with heavy, spicy, peppery notes. So after all that, here's this. My idea is to do a segment on what cigars, brands, profiles, etc. 
would go well being smoked one after another so that they provide a balance to each other and keep interest high. You asked for ideas. There you go. Let's keep that. You could Let's spend an that. hour. We could do an hour on that. No problem. Beautiful. <laughs> Beautiful. Okay, it's time to hear the Don Raphael offer of the day. Brought to you by Don Raphael Cigars. Everyone has a price. Would you do this, Barry? <laughs> well, it depends. How much? $500. It's tax-free right here. Take a swift kick in the family jewels. You can have a copy of the video to upload to your personal social media. So there's a solid chance you're going to gain some extra hits. hits. What does she look like? <laughs> what do you mean? I'm gonna the kick person that's going to give me the swift kick, what does she look like? She's going to be wearing leather boots and a corset. If it was a girl, you'd let a kick in. It the... depends. Yeah. It would have to be the thigh-high leather boots, the leather corset. All right. Yeah, I'm in. Really? Yeah. Mm. Dave, is it pointy toe, steel toe? What are we talking? Regular. I don't high, think it matters, boots. Ed Sullivan. I oh, think no. you're missing the root of the point here. Uh, you're being kicked in the nuts. Yeah, I'm out completely. I'm just trying to get 500 bucks. See, now this is one I'm interested in paying for. <laughs> yeah, I'm out. No one's kicking me in the balls for any you reason. You would take a kick. You might sure be one of those not. guys that you like it anyway. Maybe. Might be Maybe. one of those guys. Yeah. He is one of those guys. He is one of those guys. I've seen it before. There's been videos I've seen where people get kicked and hurt. And They're in my browser history. Yeah. All right. That's the uh, offer of the day. And I think uh, we got two things now for the show, upcoming shows. You're going to cut me with a knife? No. And then <laughs> I'm going to do what that last gentleman said. Oh, yeah. And uh, we're going to kick Barry in the balls. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? I would like to be the kicker. I'll use my no, left foot. No, no, I'll use my left foot. No, it has to fit. I'm right side look. dominant. No, not the dominant thing I'm looking for. <laughs> Liar. So as I'm smoking the cigar, I will say what Barry said earlier. It's actually mellowing. Yes. Mm -hmm. Started off very strong. It's still strong, but it's not as much. And when it gets to the middle of it, I think it's going to be. Do you think maybe, and I'm just throwing this out there as a Hail Mary pass, it has something to do with you reading for 10 minutes and not taking a puff on your cigar. It didn't go out on me. That's okay. It's well made. It doesn't necessarily going to go out on you, but I'm you smoked much slower because you were reading. Less I, to I do have with the been thickness. smoking. I've been smoking stronger cigars, much slower than I used, it, used to do, and I can smoke anything now. I'll tell you, with the cigar, I'm realizing the exhaust isn't on. Smoke's lingering. Yeah, producing a lot of smoke. Well, it's raining outside. We're it, trying to cut down on uh, air the, conditioning right now. Definitely has the uh, raisin note that he was referring. The raisin toast note. Yes, raisin toast note. Hmm. Thank God. Uh, I was hoping he was queued up for a commercial. He couldn't do it. I switched quickly, Barry. Raisin toast. Love me some raisin toast. I'm never, ever bringing up that flavor note again, even if I taste it. I'm going with fig. <laughs> All right, we're going to go to break. And when we come back, more in the mailbag, a peek in the asylum, and a classic three-way. We're live in the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Let's talk a little about Rough Rider Cigars. So here is where the motorcycle culture meets Cigar Nation. This badass looking cigar uses the name Rough, but delivers a smooth as silk ride each and every time. Even before lighting one, you can't help but notice its sweet like honey flavor. 
smooth and creamy, resembling slightly sweetened butter. Outstanding! The Rough Rider Cigar is so beautiful in so many ways. We're talking a premium cigar, imported, long filler cigar, but wait till you hear the price. Every cigar is in the $3 price range, that's right. Even the Churchill in the 6x60, every cigar is in the $3 price range. Rough Rider Cigars, there's nothing rough about Rough Rider except the name. Rough Rider Cigars. The following message is brought to you by Drew Estate. Drew Estate, the rebirth of cigars in the new Drew Diplomat app. Join me, Barry Stein, from the Cigar Authority on Drew Diplomat. As you know, I am quite partial to Liga Pavada Number 9 from Drew Estate. So join me for a Liga and share your experience with Drew Estate. And while you're at it, don't forget to check into Two Guys Smoke Shop on the Drew Diplomat app. Drew Diplomat is now available for the iPhone and Android. To learn more about Drew Diplomat, visit DrewDiplomat.com. That's DrewDiplomat.com. You must be at least 21 years of age or older and a resident of the United States, including D.C. To be eligible for membership in this program, other terms and conditions apply. Surgeon General warning, cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. Since 1903, when La Aurora Cigars first opened their doors as the first cigar factory of the Dominican Republic, they have defined Dominican cigar manufacturing. Now, La Aurora continues that innovation with La Aurora Dominican DNA, featuring an exceptional blend whose soul is the Andullo. La Aurora pays tribute to the oldest Dominican tobacco process with a cigar that features tobacco that is part of their heritage and their DNA. The La Aurora DNA features this hard-to-work tobacco that brings the unique characteristics of strength, inspiring aroma, and sweetness that creates an exceptional smoking experience that only La Aurora can bring you. Experience La Aurora Dominican DNA with its Cibao Valley Dominican wrapper, an authentic Cameron binder from Africa with fillers from the Dominican Republic, Pennsylvania, Nicaragua, and Anduyo. Available at top retailers like twoguyscigars.com and is distributed in the United States by Miami Cigar and Company. It's time to light that cigar and stay tuned. The Cigar Authority will be right back on the United Podcast Network. Jose Dominguez, Jose Dominguez, Jose, Jose, Jose Dominguez. What the hell are you doing? I'm writing a commercial for Jose Dominguez. Well, what you should be doing is talking about how good they are. That Jose Dominguez makes millions of cigars for other people, but saves the best tobaccos and the best blend for his namesake, Jose Dominguez. Not singing a song, if that's what you think you're doing. What I am doing is creating what is known as a donut. Hey, nobody's going to take away your donuts. No, a donut in a commercial is when it starts with a jingle and then the information comes in and then ends with the song again. The information is the filling of the donut. Why does everything you talk about have to center around food and usually donuts? I don't know. Listen, Jose Dominguez cigars come in four great sizes and two wrappers. The mild, buttery, smooth, natural, and the slightly bolder Maduro. And every cigar is about $5. You know as well as I do, Dave, Jose Dominguez is no $5 cigar. It's worth so much more, it's a sensational value. Okay, here's the end of the donut. You ready? Oh! 
Legendary brand opens a new chapter in its storied history with the H. Upman by A.J. Fernandez. The nearly 175-year-old H. Upman brand in collaboration with storied cigar maker A.J. Fernandez bring a medium to full-bodied, sweetly balanced, and yet complex smoking experience. Boasting an Ecuador Sumatra wrapper, this cigar produces incredible aromas and nuances of sweet spices. Today, almost 175 years later, the legacy of H. Upman lives on a brand new take on an age-old brand. Handcrafted in Esteli, Nicaragua by Cigar Master A.J. Fernandez. Available in four sizes, priced under $9. A legendary brand opens a new chapter in its storied history with the H. Upman by A.J. Fernandez. Hi, this is Nestor Miranda from Miami Cigar, and you are listening to the Cigar Authority. And we are back broadcasting live from the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe set. We're smoking Vengeance by Christoph, the triumphant return. It used to be a cigar called Vengeance. Now it's the Christoph Vengeance. Welcome back, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. And the following message was submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com. And Taylor writes, greetings, Mr. J. Please, once and for all, can we do a mispronounce everything episode and flush it down the toilet? Yeah, enough of that. Expresso with possible guests Nick Problemo or George Pardon. Also, for Dave, instead of stronger, consider using richer or deeper. I have the same issue with my, some of my cigar pals. Very specific tasting notes, but terribly vague adjectives. And I'm glad that Mr. J asked for clarity. I do the oh. same. They like you doing this. This guy does. Oh, my God. Is, I say uh, enough of that. Is his initials PH? Very irritating. Uh, Taylor, you're welcome to check that email address if you don't believe it's real. Wow, they like that you do that. I think it's... Irritating. I, irritating yes. is, a good, is a good word for it. Irritating. I, I have a worse word, but irritating <laughs> is the... Nails on a chalkboard. It's, uh, it, it's just unacceptable to be at your age and still mispronouncing espresso. Yeah. Especially your Italian. You should right. be ashamed of yourself. All right, let's take a peek into the asylum from our friends at Asylum Cigars. They're coming to take me away, ha-ha. They're coming to take me away, ho-ho, hee-hee, ha-ha. To the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time. And I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats. And they're coming to take me away, ha-ha. It's time for news from the Insane Asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news stories that are too insane to be true, or are they? Brought to you by Asylum Cigars. Take no prisoners. Asylum Cigars are truly flavorful, medium-bodied Nicaraguan cigars with sizes ranging from 4x44 to the absolutely insane 8x80 Asylum Cigars. This week, the CDC announced that reusing condoms and washing them is not considered safe and should not be done. I saw that. That's if you are crazy. If you are having sex with a condom, do not wash it, hang it up to dry like a little pillowcase, and then reuse it. Condoms are like one-hit wonders, you know, vanilla ice, toilet paper, cupcake wrappers. According to the CDC... Wait, toilet paper? According to the CDC, the announcement was necessary because people do it. And if you are one of those people, your daddy should have worn one, or perhaps you were better suited to be a hand job. 
And oh, that's God. not only insane, it's asylum. They're coming to take me away, haha. They're coming to take me away, ho ho, hee hee, haha. To the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time. And I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats. And they're coming to take me away, haha. And this following message was also submitted through the contact us page of cigarauthority.com. So <laughs> Could Barry Stein please stop now? <laughs> is. <laughs> In regards to the discussion on which cigar burns hotter, the larger ring gauge, the hotter the cherry. When it comes down to surface displacement, heat is energy. The more surface, i.e. tobacco, to absorb that energy, the less energy consists on the individual surface. This is why smaller ring gauge burns your fingers faster than a larger larger ring gauge. Carl, the scientist. I think this technical stuff actually hurts the entire cigar industry. It takes the fun (laughs) out of everything. Why? Because you you, you don't like the misconceptions? No, because... You you like having misconceptions in the cigar industry. Let's just go on with what everybody has been thinking and saying, not try to prove anything. It's crazy. Are we finished? (laughs) Really? Are we finished? (laughs) It's enough. It's... Hang on to something forever and ever. I didn't hang on to it. They write in. This is someone who is interested in the thing, and he has a scientific background, and he wants to He's give us some education. He, it's amazing how many scientists yeah. listen to this show. I don't believe any of you. There's two. Both of them have written to me, and yeah. Barry's both guy is fake. fake emails. Yeah. How many times are you going to ask the same question? Ah, <laughs> huh? that's our new toy. <laughs> We got a new toy here on the Cigar Authority, a voice-changing machine, because we got somebody coming in down the road that does not want to be known who they are, and they're going to spill the beans on... We're going to have to do a pre-recorded show because Sean's going to tell everybody who it is. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have him dress up with a cat and a glass. Close taping. Yeah, close taping show. Except for Sean. We'll let Sean in because yeah. I want him to be a, our loose, loose cannon if we need it. All right, it's time for the Classic Three-Way, brought to you by Classic Cigars. You've heard of epic rap battles. But now it's time for the epic battle. Wow, it's kind of intimidating to be in the presence of so many great athletes. For this day. Tell anyone about this, I'll kill you. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. In Classic History. Here's looking at you, kid. Brought to you by Classic Cigars. Nervous? Yes. All classic cigars are handmade and imported from the Dominican Republic, and every cigar is priced under, get this, under $3 per cigar. You like that, baby? Let him know where I came from, yeah! Choose any blend, including the classic Connecticut for its mild and smooth taste, the classic Maduro for its bold and spicy flavor, or the classic Cuban for its sweet, sun-grown, and nutty overtones. That's- Undertones, you idiot! Whichever classic you choose, it's a classic cigar. Available at twoguyscigars.com. That's twoguyscigars.com. Celebrate today with a classic cigar. And unlike Altria and Nat Sherman, I'm currently a winner. You're the, you're I am the champ. All right. And you know how it works. Uh, it's the closest without going over. I have four questions and one tiebreaker if it's needed. And it's going to Barry Stein. Barry Stein, Barack Obama. It's Stinelli to you. Stinelli. <laughs> uh, today's August 4th. Barack Obama, U.S. President, 44th President of the United States, who became the first African-American to hold the office. He became known for his economic stimulus legislation and health care reform. He defeated Republican candidate John McCain to win the presidency. He was born today. What year? I'm glad you didn't ask where, because that could have been controversial. <laughs> Here we go. 1947. 47, he says Ed Sullivan. 
1959. 59. I'm going with 1949. 49. Ed Sullivan says 59. It's 61. 61. So one for Ed Sullivan and on to Ed Sullivan. Louis Armstrong, trumpet player, father of jazz, who replaced the Beatles on the Billboard Hot 100 chart with Hello Dolly, was the oldest person at the time to hit the number one ranking. Louis Armstrong, Satchmo, born today what year? 1915. 15. 1899. 1899. 1903. 1903, close but no cigar, Barry. 1899, we'll take it, it's 1901. Oh, should 19... I deduct it too? <laughs> so that goes to Mr. Jonathan. Barry gets nothing. We have one for Ed Sullivan, one for Mr. Jonathan. Barry, our champion, has none. Over to Mr. Jonathan. Louis Vuitton, entrepreneur, founder of Louis Vuitton Brands and Leather Products. His fashion house became one of the biggest in the world. He became one of Paris's premier box makers and packers. Louis Vuitton, born today, what year? 1921. 1921. 1906, what was he packing? <laughs> no. 1927. 1927. Everybody is very much over, but somebody was exactly 100 years off, but that doesn't count anything. 1821. 1821. No points for any years. And we have one question left. We have a two way tie. Ed Sullivan, Mr. Jonathan, two way tie. Barry has a goose egg. Two points if you get it exact. And this is over to me. Back to Barry. Billy Bob Thornton, American actor who directed, wrote, and starred in Sling Blade, also played memorable roles in the films Monster Ball, Bad Santa, A Simple Plan, Bandits, The Man Who Went There, and Friday Night Lights. He starred in the film Armageddon with Bruce Willis. Billy Bob Thornton, born today what year? 1957. 57. 1954. 54. 1955. 55 for two points, Mr. Jonathan. And a win. Mr. Jonathan is uh, our champion. Can, can you verify he wrote that down, 1955? He did. It's not a good week for New Yorkers in New England. Wow, Mr. Jonathan is our champion. Once again, it's been a long time, Mr. It's Jonathan. because uh, Mommy Dearest is in the Ah, just audience. showing off. That's right. I had to bring my showing A game. Showing off. Okay. Was oh, she texting you the answers? I see your phone's face up. Yeah, I don't have the history of cheating of like course, some people. Every, yeah, that would be Trevor. Every time you mention Billy Bob, you got to think French fried taters from Sling Blade. We never saw it. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. You should say that. Yeah? Yeah. All right. I like Bad Santa. <laughs> that was one of my favorites. I can watch that any time of the year. It doesn't have to be a Christmas time. That's one of the best Christmas movies. Oh, yeah. Bad Santa. And we found out My as a result of the Bruce Willis roast that uh, Die Hard is not a Christmas movie, according oh, really? to Bruce Willis. Oh, really? That's what he says. All right. Question is, according to the writer, that's the real question. Yeah, he's just, he's just an actor. Yeah, just a pawn in mm-hmm. a game. That's all. <laughs> kind of like somebody with Altria. <laughs> You're, you're awful need. like you're just awful ballsy at yeah. the end of the show. When you had a chance to well, comment earlier, now, they shriveled up like you were about to be kicked in the junk. Well, now he's about six drinks in now right. because his was triples and he, and he <laughs> doubled up on those. So you feel a little buzz? I did earlier, not anymore. Yeah, because it's 190 proof. 
and it's, it's not it, 190 it, proof. Of course, the, it started it. at 190 yes, proof, the and then you, they add the cream, and she adds a simple syrup to it, and that drops the proof down because you're diluting the alcohol. Just like taking a five percent um, cigar. Yeah, it's five percent nicotine, and you add one percent nicotine. Now, what do you have? Two but and a half? None of the ingredients that she adds to her alcohol has alcohol in it. So what you're it, not adding alcohol. So you added zero alcohol. You added liquid. So what if I took 190 proof and I added a, a shot of beer in at 5%? What do you got now? It, it would change the math. Yeah, Be, because you're, you because, have, you're adding alcohol to alcohol. A, so would it be 195 proof. or would it be 185? I don't know how that works. It's, okay. it's it, it, alcohol by it, volume. It would be neither. We'd have to know. How many ounces of the 190 you and it's, have? And it's the same exact with cigars is the point. No, it isn't. I've proven it. Same that. exact. I've proven it. Whatever. Whatever. We're smoking the Kristoff Vengeance, and I have vengeance now against you. Good. <laughs> clover uh, honey. Clover honey. The Chinese toasted raisins and molasses cookies without the sugar on the top. I'm talking real old school There's molasses, molasses cookies. There's molasses. What was something else you said? I didn't know what clover it was. Clover honey. Adding cloves to honey? No. No, just clover. That has a, each type of honey has a different aroma, oh, different I, flavor. I don't know what it is. Like, like Tupelo honey. Right. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Not like the honey pot, Barry. I know that's <laughs> what, what you're thinking. What about the honey hole? No, it's not like that either. It's not like the honey. There's some sweetness to it, but it's more molasses sweetness. Is there a little of the Toscano, the little fire cured type of little flavor in the background, or is it just? I didn't want, yeah, I didn't want to say it because I didn't want to overshadow the Toscano. But yeah, there is a little, uh, just a subtle, subtle hint of that smoky component. Or is it lingering with an extra long finish? I don't think it's that. I think it's lingering. I've smoked so many Toscanos; they don't linger. You're not smoking Toscano the next day. You're smoking Toscano later today, though. Yes, I am. Yes, you are. Yes, I am. (laughs) And Today, I the, the show doesn't count. These cigars we smoke on the show don't count as my cigars for the day. All right, squeeze a mailbag in. we got time for one. All right. Maybe two. All right. Uh, through the Contact Us page, this was submitted, uh, and Brett writes, Hey, guys, really enjoy the show and go back to when Dave was across the street. First cigar, humidor, and lighters were all from him. As a result, I have a lot of respect and trust when I need info on things cigar-related. So that brings me to why I am writing. We are just getting through the winter. This was an old email. Sorry. Yes. That's Hopefully. Up here for <laughs> and I had uh, hundred degrees out there today. <laughs> done some smoking on my porch, and obviously the cigar smoke can be pretty overpowering. So I've started looking into an air purifier. So have you ever thought about doing a piece on some of the best non-commercial air filters? Tons of websites out there, but they all seem to push different units as being the best. So you have to wonder if these sites have a vested interest in what they are rating number one. So as I said, since I've done everything with you guys and feel comfortable when you tell me something, I would love a show on various air purifiers you may test or use at home, etc. Thanks for the consideration. And two well, come to mind. Yeah, and it's pretty straightforward. What, what does Barry have in the back there? I think uh, rabbit, the, I have the rabbit, rabbit air, air in the office. Rabbit air, I have one at home. Do you have that, Ed Sullivan? I do not. But no. You have a full ventilation out of the building. In my previous house, I did. Now I'm the, the best. S- I'm the sad guy in his garage oh, shivering really? in the winter. Yeah. Oh. No cigar room anymore. No wonder why you come around on your day off. <laughs> That's right. The, uh, <laughs> the one we had done a show a ways back with uh, cigars and limos. 
And the limo driver had that Auric XL yeah. in the back of his limo. I and have he that had also. <laughs> that I have a lot of different ones. And, and, you know, we don't sell any of them because none of them are fantastic. The, be, the best fantastic one is the venting. Venting totally it out, out. Of your, out of your home. Mm-hmm. Well, really? I, I will say that the, the Auric is good. Its, its flaw is that you need two um, air filters. You need one that you can rinse off. And then put the new one in because it takes 48 hours for the thing to dry. So you're 48 hours after you clean it, you can't smoke because you cannot put it in wet. It, I, is it safe to reuse and wear it again? I mean, use it again? <laughs> no. Unlike the condom? Um, but the, the, the rabbit air that you, know, you, you use, Barry, seems to work pretty good as well. Yeah. But you're right. When I had that house built, you, ha- you have to make sure it's separate HVAC or the returns pulling it and redistributing sure. it the rest of the house. And then you also need an air exchanger, right? Because especially in New England, if you're just pulling in the cold, fresh air, it's yeah. a problem. Which so, is what we do here at the store. There's an air exchanger that... Right. The air exchanger the, will preheat yeah. the air that's yeah. being pulled in fresh. Yeah. But with that, it, it's not it's fantastic. It's not no. completely pure. Right. Like the vet, so down in the um, cigar lounge downstairs... We have the air exchanger that cleans and does it all, and we ha- also have Plan B, which, which is we the hit the exhaust. button and the total exhaust. With the total exhaust, there's a lot of people there. We hit the button, everything goes out. It's fantastic, yeah. but with that goes all the air conditioning or heating or whatever's right. going on. So very costly when it comes to that um, of heating and uh, or air conditioning entire store because we're sucking it all out. So what do you do? Um, and then there's things like that I use in my car, the little uh, odor eliminator thing that removes the smell afterwards. Right. It actually works. Yeah, but it, it's not going to work in a, in a big room with a bunch of people smoking. No. Uh, going back into the room after, you know, five hours later, you go back and say, wow, it's clean and everything's good in here. But Yeah, most of those purifiers are meant to pull particulates out of the air, pollen, dust, Over and time. so forth. Correct. Exchanging the air one or two times for the whole day. So that's the tough thing about using those to purify smoke is you're not getting full exchange of the air in a short amount of time. Yeah. Uh, but that's what you want to look for. If you can find one that'll do uh, several times in an hour, if, it, if it's kind of high powered, it's going to be a little on the loud side. So you want to make sure you can bump your TV up and your radio, whatever you're doing in your cigar room. But the real thing is invest the money, get a full air exchanger in there. Right. It's only like 30 grand. You'd so, be fine. So, Dave. Or you just get one of those fans that blow out. You put it in the window. The fan blows out. It's Nothing's better. You crack a window on one side of the room. You have the, the Nothing's fan. better? Nothing's better. You're now exchanging the air with the outside. So, if it's hot as balls outside, yeah, it now becomes hot as wrong, balls inside. But there's no smoke. There's a versus segment. Would you rather smoke on the hot or smoke on the cold? And I asked that because this week I spoke to somebody from Bakersfield, California, where it's 108 degrees, and they have a private membership-only smokers club that you pay a yearly fee, and you can come inside and smoke and escape the 108 degrees. They don't sell cigars. It's just a smokers club. So that it'll be cool or hot, whatever it needs to be, so temperature. That's why you need to support your local Mm brick-and-mortar store at all times because they have a place for you, and it's very expensive to maintain the place. So you buy the cigars from them when you go in there, right? Right. Do the right thing every time. So, Dave, yep. um, I have a final thought on the Altria thing. And usually I express my opinion with sound drops. Yeah. So I think here's my opinion. Shame. Shame. Shame.
It is a shame. It's a shame. It's a shame for us in the industry because I think that's the, the blow that we didn't need. So that's mm-hmm. what it comes down to. We'll see. Our fingers are crossed. Can we beat the giant? Can the cigar industry get together and still fight and beat them? They could fight on many levels. And kudos to all the shops that are just choosing not to carry it. Uh, I'm not that guy. I mean, I, I decided not to carry it as soon as they ended up doing mm-hmm. it. But I'm not a – and I see everybody uh, saying um, – for a mass boycott, boycott. I'm not that guy at all. Um, you got to you uh, got to look in your own heart. You got to decide what's right for you, and you do what's right for you. Hey, time heals all wounds. Maybe that's what ends up happening it, anyway. It's not like you could hurt them unless you convince the Marlboro smokers to boycott. <laughs> <laughs> right now we can hurt them. Okay, stop smoking Marlboros. Right. Okay, so that's it. Uh, Christoph Vengeance, thumbs up. Were we very good? Thumbs up. Very Full body started out stronger than the pissed off. Mellowed out a little bit, not quite as strong, very flavorful. Now you guys are faster than me, yeah. you're down, you're down, especially Jonathan. Is it now building up again when it gets no, to a thinner ring gauge? Kinda, Come on. I'm that, at the halfway mark here, right. buddy. It's, it's about give, the same. You won't give it up. It, is a, it has a classic Connecticut broadleaf profile. Yeah, it's very good. Very good. Next week, big cigars, big tacos. Could this be what saves the brick-and-mortar cigar industry? Until then, you've been listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And it's quite possible you've learned nothing in the last two hours and two minutes. But always remember, keep the lid end out of your mouth. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.